don't you? Dog, hey, bro, come on, dog. It's not. (laughs) Kazuki? Yes. Uh huh. Takahashi. Kazuki Takahashi, yes. All right, all right, thank you. Uh, Cam, I know these characters mean mean a lot, a lot to you, so I'll go ahead and let you uh, give your eulogy. Well, obviously, we know how the the reverence. The reverence. So I want. Readers, readers, listen, listen to me, listen to me good. I want you to know what just occurred, all right? Because <laughs> it's funny shit. You can't see it. Big Body Bane, our silent producer, is not on mute, all right? So oh, he got no. up to go do something off camera, right? No. His girl, who, by the way, broke her foot, all right? He's been taking care of this woman, you know what I mean? She went outside to take out some trash, fell down, don't got no balance. But she has the audacity to raw this nigga and scare him on his way back to the seat. And it worked. He jumped. He legitimately jumped, and then he then he closed the door in the face. I want you to I want you to know, I want you to know that good women are hard to find. But he, you don't have to take care of her. Exactly, you don't have to take care of her the rest of the week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she and then next time she asks you, babe, can you give me? I, no, raw. <laughs> remember raw? Remember that? <laughs> she raw your ass to the seat. I think we also lost Cam. You wake up, you wake up, you wake up. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. I hope everybody knows. Do we have to start all the way over? Yeah, it's all the way over. I want everyone, I want I'm everyone not out this there. List. I'm not reading this list again. <laughs> I want everyone to know that there was a way funnier intro for this show. And uh, Big Body Bane's girl is the one who ruined it. All right? I mean, we could blame Cam. We could. That could be a possibility. But I choose to go after the 13%. <laughs> Back in the kitchen. <laughs> I choose that for us. <laughs> Get back to the crutches. <laughs> you, you had you had to raw your way into the room, and now everything is, is fucked up. <laughs> the other ankle. Oh, you better pray. All my, my boy, big body. <laughs> my boy, big body Bane, looking like Kurt Angle right now. You about to fuck that ankle up? <laughs> You're gonna be on stilts before the end of the day. <laughs> Yo, for the second time, <laughs> wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, up your wake, up your wake, up your wake, up your wake. I am your host, L dot A dot, and with me again <laughs> is the Spirit Gunner, the West Craven of Rap. <laughs> The one who's got a hard line for the internet. <laughs> Cam. Motherfucking Archer. She likes the color purple. Macaroni and cheese. Ruby red slippers. And a bunch of trees. We call you up, but what's the use? I like Kevin Bacon. But I hate Footloose. Beautiful. Beautifully red. Terrible Beautifully read. It's poetry for all you who Is don't it? understand. It's poetry emotion. Fell deep in love, but now we ain't speaking. Michael J. Fox, well, <laughs> he was Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> uh, also with us. She, 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 she. she. 
for the knowledge you dropped on us. Also with us, the family man, the one with all the facts <coughs> and the lyrics, the producer of what? The director, A. Devon Johnson. It's getting deep. I don't have anything for you guys. <laughs> He's so bitter. It doesn't have the same. It won't. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have the same sting. It won't have the it same panache. Yeah. You could have got another list together. <laughs> you could have put something else. You could have could have drugged something out. Oh man. Genuine. You're right. You're I, right. I, I, I owe the people nothing but being genuine. <sighs> Damn. Also with us. <laughs> The silent producer, <laughs> the one with the with the hopscotch girl, <laughs> fucked up the podcast. <laughs> Big body hey, babe. Hey, did she listen to these? <laughs> yes. I just want to let it be known that that what is being said are the words of L.A. and L.A. alone, <laughs> and do not hey. represent the other the other members of the Wrong Thing podcast. I just imagine Thank her you. looking at him was like, you really just allowed him to do that? He was like, baby, I'm the silent producer. I couldn't do it. I was defenseless. I couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't break the code. I couldn't go. I couldn't say anything. You said something after, right? Of course. Of course I did. Oh, man. This is a sick Negro. I gave him what for, honey? I gave him what for. I told him. I told him exactly what was on my mind. I told him his days were numbered, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh man. That's hilarious. <laughs> Josh Mar. Martinez. <laughs> Latino heat. His name is Bane. Hope that couch is comfortable, Playboy. <laughs> Hear me and hear me good, nigga. I'm here to double down. That shit is a, a two pack of ass. Uh, the fuck to, are you talking about? That shit stinks. You about to That's break funny. them threads in, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna try to attack with just with just the clips. I tried. I tried, baby. I tried. 15, I swear. Fifteen thousand units. Proud of every unit. Oh, oh man. God. I'm proud of those units. Mm. <laughs> Welcome everybody to your new favorite podcast where three black men get together each and every week to mean what we say and say what we mean. And as always, peace to Ray Raheem. This is the Do the Wrong Thing podcast, season two, episode 18. Whew. Man. Well, uh, the podcast, if you hadn't guessed, died earlier. Uh, so we had to restart. Uh, also, people who died. <laughs> three, three lost letters. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh on it. I didn't mean to laugh on it. This is a sick Negro. What the hell is happening right now? I didn't mean to fucking go. What is going on? I blame you, Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, Taco Bell. Sponsor sponsor us, Taco Bell. Taco Bell, pay us. Or just me. And you could just pay me in soft shell tacos, Dorito Locos. Uh, I wasn't sure much was going to top 10 Body Scott, but... We might have yeah. done it. Yeah. Uh, quesaritos, steak, steak quesaritos to be uh, precise. Any of those things. Taco Bell, thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, but yes, three legends passed. I'll let Cam take it because I don't think I'll be able to talk about it seriously. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So first and foremost, uh, I want to say send a rest in peace to James Kahn and the Kahn family. That includes Scott, who's been in. I don't think you guys realize. Do you guys know who Scott Kahn is? 
I know Shaka Khan. Jesus Christ. Okay, so have you, <laughs> you've seen Varsity. You've seen Varsity Blues. Mute right? this nigga's line. <laughs> you right you've seen Varsity Blues, right? Yes. Yeah. Tweeter, the wide receiver. Oh. That's that's James Con's son. So, okay. uh, who's now I believe he's on Hawaii Five O now. But uh, oh, wow, the nepotism some, is just yeah. it's just working. He's in some of my favorite uh, mm-hmm. some of my favorite like cornier films and good movies because Varsity Blues is a good movie. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah. Rest in peace to his father, James Kahn, who is a super legend, was one of the biggest actors of the 1970s. He was one of the biggest names in acting, not just because of The Godfather. Obviously, he played Sonny Corleone in The Godfather. I still cannot watch Sonny get shot anymore. I have to skip that scene every time I watch the movie. It just makes me really sad. Uh, but he was also in Rollerball, which is was surprisingly a massive hit in the 70s, my nigga. Like, people love that fucking movie. Hmm. He's in Thief, which is a movie that I think is actually pretty good. And he's obviously one of his biggest role probably for the younger generation of us when we were coming up, he was in Misery alongside oh. uh, Kathy Bates. Yeah, and that was that a role that a lot of Hollywood passed on and a lot of people were surprised that he was even in. And a movie that, one of the few movies that Stephen King actually likes as an adaptation of his work and is one of his favorite books. It contains the favorite character he's ever written. And James Caan got to play the role of Paul Sheldon, which is an amalgamation of Stephen King himself. So Shout out to James Conn. Hmm? She pulled out that fucking sledgehammer. Well, you know, the fun fact in the book is she chops the feet off in the book. Mm. So it's actually worse. Yeah, there's more visceral that because they show they actually showed it. Yeah, they show the hobbling. I love watching people see the hobbling scene for the first time because they don't know what's about to happen. (laughs) They don't think it's going to happen. But that that actually that story, that book was just like Stephen King was like a pill head, a coke head and alcoholic. (laughs) And that book was all good writers are. He was basically saying like that was pretty much like him saying like these are my demons like Annie Wilkes the character that Kathy Bates plays is like all of my demons and how me trying to get away from them and all that shit it's, mm. just, it's pretty deep but he, he didn't reveal that until like 20 years later because he, he, the book was doing so well so <clears throat> I can go into a whole I love that movie but James, James Conn amazing actor who has some of the best quotes ever in history I wish I could have pulled some up that's my bad y'all just amazing quotes uh, but yeah James Conn may he rest in peace we also lost in more mafia vein we lost tony cicero who played a small small role in goodfellas he was one of the guys who pulls the 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 postman out who was delivering the mail from the school that shows that young henry hadn't been going to school he's like the end of the fucking oven you go he's one of them but he was also more famously uh paulie walnuts on the sopranos legendary actor legendary actor so rest in peace to that man as well and then in the more nerdy realm of things Go ahead. Uh, I, I pronounce his name, LA. Go ahead. Let's hear it. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Can it, pronounce it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. The name is pronounced precisely mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. Kazuki mm-hmm. Takahashi. There you go. Yeah. Clap Good it up job. for LA. Clap Good it job. up for LA. Good man. job. And yeah. It's not like I had to talk about you. That. <laughs> yeah. Kazuki. <laughs> <laughs> Can you yeah. tell, us, tell us about. Yeah. Uh, Tell us about Manjo Kazooie and his uh, Jesus Christ. Would you? He's the man passed away. Kazuki, <laughs> Kazuki Takahashi is the man that like, created. I don't know what's going on right now. I'm really. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Look, look, when I die, when I die, oh, y'all got full reign to do whatever y'all want. Carte blanche. He said, "We have carte blanche. Uh, <laughs> whatever you feel, whatever feels good. You know what I mean? Roast me." Kazuki is the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh, of the manga yes. and the show. So. That obviously had a bigger impact when we were younger. The card game was a massive, massive hit. Mm-hmm. Came out all around around the time of like Pokemon is when it hit. Blue Eyes White Dragon. If you had a Blue, Blue Eyes White, White Dragon, Dragon, that's like having three Charizard. 
It was insane. You know why I couldn't it's get into the card to, game? It's time to do. I couldn't get into the card game because where's the heart of the cards going to come in for me? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have that that leeway. So, I never got into it, but I always respected it. You always had to I couldn't buy. It. I couldn't buy that fucking card, uh, art, uh, like, arm wrist thing. Yeah. I, didn't I couldn't play. have one of those. So, if I could have one of those, I wasn't getting no cards. I didn't play or battle with Yu-Gi-Oh. I just collected the cards. Like I, I didn't collect the cards. I watched the show. I was watching the show on Saturday mornings on WB Kids, and yeah. I, I, I really, uh, I really find that sad. He was he was only sixty years old, and and yeah. in the the manga anime world, that's not an uncommon thing for you to uh-huh. pretty much lose your life at a pretty early age, just because of how massive that entertainment is over there, and how much uh-huh. stress is put on the creators of it. So rest in peace to that man. Facts. He will be missed. So, as always, when there's death, you know, body leaves, but there's also life. Bodies come in, and Elon Musk is making sure that that happens continuously. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bringing life on the low. Two, two new ones. On the low. <laughs> two. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he wants to save the population, but only when he can do it with women that he can somehow lower his power over. Uh, so Elon Musk. Uh, I was going to say <laughs> viciously manipulate. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk uh, welcomes twins to his large family, says he's doing his best to save the world from population collapse. <laughs> this nigga was a part of the uh, FDLS, right? <laughs> he ain't uh, married to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> he's skirting around the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, so He's skeeting around the rules. <laughs> yeah, he's, you know it. Uh, a day after the news of twins broke, Elon Musk shared his side of the story. The tech billionaire uh, has shown support for large families and said he is doing his best to save the world from population collapse. You know how sick of a nigga you are to be able to <laughs> think that it, rationally in his brain, I'm saving the world. But really, he's just a fucking nasty nigga. <laughs> he's just, no, 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 I'm doing this for all y'all, not for me. <laughs> I really hope he was just being sarcastic when he said it, like. Uh, I don't feel like, like I said, I feel like everything he does, he's a hundred percent serious about it. I don't feel like well, because he's ironic. got his minions, his weirdos online who don't mind defending him. I didn't, I'll never understand how crazy people go to defend billionaires. I don't, I just don't understand it. Like people it's, will do everything they can. It's the same ones. Like, you're the same never going to be who there. defend these billionaires are the same ones who say athletes are selfish. Like the same. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You, you would, you would rather. You would rather slander the millionaire, the person in which you are most likely to be like, to side with the billionaire, the person who you are probably not going to be like. He doesn't so care weird. about the team. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, on Thursday, the court documents revealed that Musk secretly had twins with his uh, what's it, brain chip startup Neuralink senior executive uh, Shivyan Zillis. Uh, in November of 2021, the twins came weeks before he welcomed his second child with his former girlfriend, Grimes, in December of the same year, which means he was fucking both of them around the same fucking time. At the same <laughs> damn time! Uh, according to the court documents, Musk and uh, Zillis filed a petition in April to change the twins' names to have their father's last name and contain the mother's last name as part of the middle name. Wow. Uh, the Business Insider reported, he went to drop a random message on Twitter, which read, "I hope you have a big, I hope you have big families, and congrats to those who you already do." <sighs> this fucking asshole. Um, it, the girl looks like Christina Ricci to me. She just has really huge eyes. She looks mm-hmm. trapped, but you know she got the she got that bag now. You know what I mean? Two kids, rich for life. <laughs> rich for life. Oh, I'm not mad at it at all. 
But yeah, no, that's uh, that's crazy. Cause he, I mean, these type of dudes can get away with anything at this point. Uh, speaking of people who are getting away with a lot of stuff, Marvel. Marvel's been getting away with a, a lot lately, and somebody has to put them to task. And the only man that I know that can put them to task is the director, A. Devon Johnson. I've been putting them to task for the last six months, and exactly listening to me. No, we're not talking about you right now. <laughs> Listen, I don't even have anything to say about the entity. I'd like to share a few words too. <laughs> Fans. You're, oh, this ain't the Kevin? It's not Mr. Feige? <laughs> well, the fans, <laughs> are, the fans are what drive this madness. Yeah. I just, I just get... The rubes. <laughs> I just get irritated with how... <laughs> okay, I have to share this. So this was in the wake of... of um, uh, what was this movie? Of Thor. <laughs> coming out. He said, what was this movie? <laughs> the movie you haven't fucking seen the yet. Movie so you haven't seen, so we can't spoil it. it. it was just like, okay. <laughs> like a dick. So someone writes like his tweet. Someone writes his tweet. They say, going to watch Thor Love and Thunder. Please don't use cock talking about me. It sounds so weird. <laughs> this is now... This <laughs> is cock. Cock? <laughs> it's almost like it's spelled C-A-W-C-K. Cock. Yeah, it's so yeah, weird. Cock. The funny thing about my back is that it's located on my cock. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue, Mr. Scientist. <laughs> oh man, it's such a nasty word. Oh god, yeah, it's, it's gross. <laughs> it's a, it's a uniquely white word. I've ne- I've never heard anybody black use that word in. No. in, 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 in not without being paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> not without making fun of white people. <laughs> like what I call people. When I, like what I say. You okay. fucking cock smoker. <laughs> you know what I'm. You know what I'm making fun of. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. So they they said going to watch Thor: Love and Thunder uh, now, but a reminder to everyone else going to see and then there's a there's a meme of jim from the office where mm-hmm. it says thor loving thor love and thunder is a comedy don't go expecting a groundbreaking work of cinema just shut off your brain and enjoy the movie for what it is so essentially they're telling me <laughs> that i should go down to the cinema and not fucking expect cinema also they're suggesting that comedies aren't cinema they mm-hmm. managed in one tweet yeah. to throw two <laughs> two pieces of shade, one at comedy makers and two at people who want to actually see well good movies being well made when they pay $20 to go see it. Yeah. I'm sick of you. Listen, I'm still I'm still not on the Scorsese side. I, I was still say, believe, you're getting your Scorsese back right now, right? <laughs> I still believe that these movies can be well made. We just mm-hmm. saw one that was made very well come out not too long ago mm-hmm. all i'm saying is is stop expecting me to treat this shit or don't don't not let me treat treat it like shit if it's shit if it's shit i'm gonna call it shit yeah. i'm not giving it a, a pass just because it has the marvel crawl scene or the marvel little intro music at the beginning <laughs> you don't get no pass i'm sorry kevin respect to you but if the movie sucks the movie sucks 
<laughs> Look at Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige listening listening to our podcast, and let's go and cross his name off the list <laughs> for Black Panther Five. <laughs> just cross, just lost your fucking chance. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired. I'm tired of Mr. Like, being, Director being told <laughs> being told I gotta be I gotta basically be stupid to go watch this movie. That nigga said, "Turn off your brain." What yeah. the fuck? What? That doesn't even make sense. I feel sense. like Marvel fans are kind of running with that meme. Because I saw one today that was like, when Reed Richards told her about Black Bolt's power, he didn't ruin anything. He was trying to avoid a fight. Using the same meme format that yeah. they use. With, I was like, why, why are y'all using this, this gym? I'm like, why are like y'all this? capping for this so hard? It's okay to say, <clears throat> hey, this movie's fun, but it's mid. That's fine. I mean, There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. We had a, we had a small discussion about it uh, the other day as far as like, the direction of what the MCU is, because right now it feels kind of aimless in terms of this new phase. I want to believe that it's going to be something good, but as of right now, it, it does not feel like The it MCU is. feels like it's moving in 50 million directions at once. Yeah. It is, and it's doing it on purpose. It's setting up multiple arcs, which is going to mean multiple movies, multiple series, which means multiple streams of money. So I totally yeah, get which what's going on here. oversaturation. Exactly. It's easy for me to focus on one storyline, but if I have yeah. to now tell six stories, then they're not going to all get my full artistic attention, and then they're all going to be slightly more niche, slightly less, I think, properly curated, but that's a whole other thing. But don't tell me that I have to turn my brain off when I'm paying money to go see this movie, especially when they've already set their own bar. It'd be one thing if all of their movies have been terrible. Then sure, I'm not going expecting anything. But they've made quality movies. So don't make quality movies and then it make excuses when you don't get to make another quality movie because now it's so stupid to me. And then it's the fans doing this that's going to cause and that's going to lead to more of these movies because the fans don't care. So why would they ever stop and make something that's thoughtful or original? Because the fans don't give a fuck about originality. They want to see the people that they like or the stories that they're familiar with redone, rehashed, or reworked. And who cares? It's a comedy. So now I don't have to pay attention to it. All right. Bet. I really hate to see uh, Antonio really lose his opportunity to direct uh, Black Panther 8. Wakanda sometimes, and it really pains me that he's not going to get a chance to do that. Look, but. man, <laughs> Black Panther, Black Panther eight, Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I often go back and forth between like, <clears throat> like the bag is the bag, but I know like Cam can relate to this. There's also like, do I want to do something that my name's going to be attached to, that's going to bring down the the quality of my brand for mm-hmm. for for a bag? I can't say that I would say no. But what I'm saying is, is that it's a discussion. And would I want to do a movie if I'm not going to have full creative freedom? I'll tell you right now, probably not. Yeah. Well, not everything can be. Who who the fuck am I? I'm just some random guy. Yeah. Not everything can be can be great. Not everything can be wonderful. But there are some things in this world that is great and wonderful. And one of those things is Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. It's uh, Kim. What's the anniversary for this album? What number? Ten years. That's I still I still play Sweet Life every now and then. I play that whole album. I let that whole album ride occasionally. It is one of uh, the best. One of the best albums, I would say. Like, if there's a top 100 list of like albums, is definitely on that list. It's it's high too. Like, I would put it like. 
probably somewhere in the 40s um, of top top 100. Um, I initially did not uh, like Frank Ocean. Get out of here. You know my ears are. You didn't originally <laughs> like good music? No. Bruh. Super late to everything, as always. But once I did get on the once I did get on the train, I was there for the whole ride. You know what I mean? Uh, but that whole album, I don't think has any skips. Do you guys have any skips on that album? Just the interlude with his mama. <laughs> well, apparently that's not his mom. That's his friend's mom. You know what I, I found mean? That though, out. You know, yeah, right? but yeah, but but her nasally ass voice is on my nerves on both projects. <laughs> but yeah, no, musically, I don't have any skips. That project is insane. Yeah, it's one of the few things that I think is like flawless. I feel the same way about Blonde too. I feel like that mm-hmm. album is flawless. Um, it's you not, don't feel the same? Hell no. The, what don't you like the, about the, the, the you first like? half? Relax. Of, the the first down. half of Blonde <laughs> is perfect. It's perfect, but as soon as you right after the the solo reprise ends, you got some skips right after that. Wow, I can wow. skip straight to Siegfried, and then I'm low key done with the album. No, Damn, yeah, that's... yeah, yes, about, really, yeah. both of you feel like the way. Fut- yeah. Futura about, Free about, is cool, but after about Siegfried, track nine, I'm out. Track I'm nine is when you could have stopped. Yeah, if if you could just accelerate Siegfried to after solo reprise and then end the album, that might be my favorite album of all time. It's wow. in the beginning of that album is so fucking crazy. It's insane, but yeah after that point but uh but yeah no close Channel to you white for you don't like you don't fuck with white ferrari no damn or godspeed 10 10 song mm. album this is a great album mm. yeah wow okay uh, well let me ask y'all this where uh, were y'all the first time you heard pyramids i was watched i watched it on uh it, it came on mtv jams and I was like, this is one of the greatest fucking songs I've ever heard in my wow. entire I've never life. heard you swoon like this over a music artist. Dog. I've, I swear <laughs> to God. Because I, I wasn't, I had not listened to him before. Because I remember, I think I'd heard Novocaine before. And I was like, yeah, that's okay. I, it didn't really impact me. And I, was, I didn't okay. listen to that. that I, I'm telling you, I, it didn't. Novocaine it, it, is it, one of the I, greatest songs I've ever heard in my life. He yeah, said, I thought okay. I, I thought it was a good song, but it was it didn't it didn't make me want to go listen to his work. <laughs> well, let me put it like let, hey, hey, look, let me shoot him some bail. I didn't like Nostalgia Ultra. I love Novocaine. I didn't like Nostalgia Ultra. Yeah. Uh, I thought he I thought I thought vocally he was amazing. I just it, it wasn't enough for me to like go and listen. And then I'm watching MTV Jams, and this fucking. Dun, like that fucking song, uh, the music kicks in, and the lyrics are fucking hitting, and then you just have this fucking what, like minute and a half guitar solo. It's fucking amazing. It, it was, I was like, oh my god. I added it to Pandora because that's what we did at the time. I added it to my Pandora list, and then like just random songs from the album would play, and I was like, all right, no, I gotta, I gotta listen to this whole thing, uh, front and back. And it, that happened for me for the weekend too. <laughs> Weekend the exact same thing. I heard a song that I uh, hadn't heard before, put it on Pandora list, and fucking just went with it. But yeah, no, that whole that whole album. What's your favorite song on the album? My favorite song on that album? Yeah. <sighs> Shit. Uh, well, I really excluding excluding pyramids because I feel like well, pyramids isn't my favorite. I mean, when pyramids, the drop of pyramids is just like when the first like initial beat drops on pyramids. I 
I got transported to another world. I was like, what yeah. the fuck just happened? Uh, I didn't realize it was that long either until I heard it. Yeah, it's like it. a nine-minute song. It doesn't even matter. That's crazy. It, it's, one of the, it's one of the smoothest nine-minute runtimes you've ever heard. Yes. Uh, I'm a Monks fan. I love Monks like, Monks a lot. Monks is good. I love Sierra Monks Leone. Uh, man, Crack Rock is incredible. Yeah. Uh, Pink Matter is... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... When he said when he said Majin Buu, I said, oh, this could be my favorite artist of all time. <laughs> Majin Buu. I said, did he just drop a fucking Dragon Ball Z reference? What the fuck? Never heard it, never heard it done so, smooth, so smoothly before. Uh, what about you, Antonio? Do you, do you have like a lockdown favorite on there? Probably Pink Matter. Yeah. I bounce I bounce a lot between Sweet, Sweet Life and uh, Lost. Lost. Well, I don't have this album ranked Lost. nearly as high as you do, so I also really play it that often. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. What do you have? Do you have any project over this that he currently has? Him, no, but it's weird because I don't and I don't really knock him for that because there was like what was the was Blonde the one that he put out just to like fulfill Endless. that obligation? So Endless I, like, is the I'm, one he put out. And some people that. really fuck with Endless, actually. There's it's people who really fuck good. with it. Not to me. This it's got a couple of It's got like. What's I think, it? I, yeah, I think so Com- I think. Com de Garçon is on that, though. Uh, what's the other song? It starts with an S that's on that. That's really hard. Like Swerve or something like that. That song is hard. Or yeah, slide. I, don't, I don't knock but, it yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Channel Orange is the better of the projects overall. I still think both of them, I think that and Blonde is still perfect tense to me. Like when, Blonde is crazy, man. When Blonde came out, that was my favorite album that year. As, as soon as Nike starts, I'm <laughs> transported into another one. Oh, my God. Like, and I remember the when I first, this is documented stuff. I always give them shit for this. When we did our year-end list of top songs that year, and I had Nights like really high up. Mm-hmm. Like, Jake Asai and True Speech were like, Nights? Nights? I was like, y'all, nah, y'all don't get it, man. Like, the song, man. <laughs> And now Nights is like this thing. Everybody yeah. knows how incredible Nights is. When I first heard that shit, I was in the whip just. <laughs> just... Dog, this comes on. It's late. I get transported, man. Oh my god, what? Dog, come on, man. So and I even like the version without the auto tune or without the without the pitch up. The version where yeah. his voice is pitched down. I even like that yeah. version. That that Nights to so Ivy to Pink and White. That's a that's a that's a fantastic opening. Man. So uh, and I'm, I'm a big fan of some, I like I really like Skyline Skyline too. I, I think too. that was I think Kendrick yeah. wrote that for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, it's dope. But yeah, if it would have stopped at ten, then it would have been elite. It would have been an elite album. So yeah. that I can see under the skirt of a eh. <laughs> <laughs> so that I don't uh, get how to run with your I just go hit. Then I start yeah. looking at the credits. I was like, ah, okay, here we go. Yeah, apparently uh, a lot of that auto tune stuff was done to represent um, him and his youth. Yeah, so it's like all the pitch-ups, yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be him at like a, as like a younger version of himself. I thought that I was dreaming. When you said uh, you also, me. the song, I forget there's a musical term for it, but the song is like exactly perfect in terms of like how it ends and how it begins in terms of timing. Like it's an exact uh, equal, equal halves. Like if you were to split the album in half, it's the exact mm-hmm. amount of time front and back. Blonde? I thought that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I do know that with pyramids, if pyramids like the actual instrumentation and the, the audio of it, it actually makes a pyramid. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. It, I, so he's one of those few artists that's so intentional with his music. It's almost scary. Whereas, like, how did you even begin the thought process 
to figure that out as you were making the music? You know what I mean? Like, how did you even? Well, you shout even out to shout out to Cocaine Eighties and James Fauntleroy because he's done helped him with a lot of his writing too. James Fauntleroy yeah. is, a, is a cheat code. That intro, man. The way he was able to put them fucking chords and, and progressions together and then sing on top of it was just... And then tell a whole... He told a whole-ass story of past and present. Man. Move for a ghost! I don't think anything, though, compares to Solo. In terms of like the way he's able, because Antonio, you was the one who said you don't really like Solo, right? What did you what say? You didn't like Solo? <laughs> who said no, I swear to God, say you, that. You, who I on this podcast like, said they don't like Solo? Dog, I swear to God, there was an episode where you was like, Solo. "Solo is not that. It's not that great of a song." There's hell on earth, and there's what and we we never even talked heaven's about on Frank fire. Ocean on this. I don't think we. Yeah, I don't think we have. No, we have because we talked about that line specifically. I said it. The first ten tracks, if it's the it's the first ten tracks. One time. But there's a there's a there's a, there's a There's a moment he hits pitch wise that's like it's perfect. <sighs> My nigga, just say the chorus, we know. <laughs> <laughs> the chorus, yeah. Smoking good rolls are so Hearing a hearing a pitch like this is insane because I don't I don't hear many singers hit this. don't get that type of stuff unless you like in church uh <laughs> I, I hate to be that guy and i know this is a frank ocean uh love fest right now he's not that great a singer but <laughs> what like, he's, he's not yeah. that great a singer though he's i just not. i was letting what? you go i'm trying to let excited. you cook yeah you're I'm, I'm trying to let you i cook, didn't want to stop that but he's not if a, you, he's not a if top you talk singer. to any if he's you not. talk to good singers that can like you singer. know personally that can vocally sing well they'll tell you he's not a good singer bro and this is me also telling you He's not a good singer. He's he 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 can he obviously carry a tune, but if you like, if you're really like, if you had a like a real singer in here like listening to that hook, they'd be like, ugh. <laughs> they'd be like, oh, what's nah, the? I mean, what's the? That. I mean, what what qualifies it as not good? His tone. We can like, say it's not good. Tone, we just said he's not yeah, a top. Singer. He's not. He's not a top tier singer. He doesn't have like a, a really strong uh, tone or range, really. He doesn't. I guess I don't know. Maybe it's just the way it sounds. I mean, I like his voice though. He has yeah. a voice that people can relate to, and that's what helps. Like a lot of popular singers don't have that great a voice. 
That's not because like thing. he's not like a party next door where it feels like he needs <laughs> he, like he needs he needs help in order for it to sound good. You know what I mean? Like oh, I feel like I feel like his voice carries really well. <laughs> I don't it's, know, man. He has a, he has a, yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, if you ever watch any of his live performances, his early ones, he had to he had to work it yeah, up. There's there's some rough there's some rough, there some rough ones. But now yeah. it's it, it's it's gotten a lot better. Are we sure? That, are we sure his mic just wasn't working? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we sure that this wasn't the case. I think it sounded like a dying dog. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was on stage struggling. <laughs> <laughs> he was struggling. That nigga was on stage sound like cowardly the dog. Yeah. I've never seen it. It's hard for an artist, so I just wanted to let you have your moment. I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to stop. Yeah. Frank, Frank Ocean is legitimately ex- one of my favorite. You're excited. Artists. Frank's amazing, man. Frank's amazing. I wish I yeah. wish he'd put out more music. I wish there was. But more you music said top forty all time. I don't know if I can rock with that. Hey man, that's, my, that's, that's how I feel. My G. What, Channel Orange. That, Channel G. Orange could be. It's it's in the discussion. Top forty albums ever. It's in the discussion. Where would you put ever? it in the top like 100? any like any genre? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Channel Orange is that special to me. I would definitely put it high up there. Where is he up for you? Like eighties, nineties? I don't, I don't Not know. Not You all? said like you said like I've been sitting down with every album, every release, and came up with this. Hey man, I'm Synapses just saying there's a fine, lot of people. You know I mean? There are a lot of people who have made a lot of really iconic albums, and I don't know if Channel Orange is the first album that comes up to me when I talk about like iconic albums. I'll tell you something that's that's uh, also iconic is white people stealing stuff and then putting it on TikTok and acting like they're the first ones to come up with it. So ass ass niggas. <laughs> recently, honkies. Apparently, there's a can we say honkies? There's a trend. I mean, you're allowed to get back in the kitchen. I want you to know that this is also crack ass cracker, saltine ass crackers. <laughs> this is why you can't get a job with Spielberg. Milk <laughs> maidens. He's gonna be looking at this podcast. Be like, I heard you call us honkies. <laughs> That's right. Well, we're just not gonna let you do the reboot of Indiana Jones. Menaces from the <laughs> menaces from the mountains of Caucasus. We know who you are. <laughs> so Can't spell Caucasian without cock. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how we would get back there, but I'm glad you found a way. We'll find a way to to, to, to uh, just input this again. You know me, man. Yeah. CA, Young Life. Catalyst, the Bomb Squad. You know what time it is? Life you know time not often that you hear black men using the word cock. So we're gonna make sure that we use that. Uh, word yeah, we gonna try. We change the narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life, <laughs> life uh, finds a way. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this is a sick Negro. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so apparently, there's a trend now where white folks have discovered lotion and Vaseline. Pretty and much, yeah. To put it on their on their and body, body butter. They're, they're calling it slugging. It's it's one thing. It's one thing for you to just straight rip off stuff and then act like you've discovered it, right? Christopher Columbus is out there in the world. It's a whole nother thing for you to then jack it and then change the name completely to something so fucking gross. Slugging. And when they say slugging, they're not talking about punching, as uh, us black people would, would understand. They're saying slug bug that you that it looks like a slug ran over their body, and that's how they're perceiving it. And what's so sad is that these I know are the most like, seasonless, tasteless, <laughs> just uncreative. Just it's so it's so terrible. They're as unseasoned as their chicken. As as dry, like what was their skin dry? Like I don't understand how they thought that they did something when they mixed lotion with Vaseline and thought that they made something else. That's I get so tired of y'all. I swear, I want to use certain words, but I also don't want to damage my future career. 
and I might need one of you to to uh, to sign a check hey, to no, make sure no this might. happens. <laughs> but some of y'all get on my nerves. You fucking lip lacking serpents make me fucking sick. I swear Tyler to God, Perry ain't giving you no job. That's what <laughs> yeah, you ain't you ain't gonna join the anti wig movement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can go ahead and you can go ahead and lock that up, player. Nip that one in the bud, Bucko. I, I, burn, I burn that bridge for you. Alex Cross ain't giving you no fucking jobs no time yeah, soon, my nigga. Exactly. Fuck that nigga, B. Oh man. Uh, all, the women, all the women who use the word cocks thought they thought they started something <laughs> this slugging. I guarantee oh you there's God. a there's a connection between cock users and sluggers. <laughs> Holy shit, look at all that meat. <laughs> He said there's a there's a there's a you said that there's a correlation between the Caucasians. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Between Caucasians and and Ash dry ass Man. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to we just want to tell you everyone out here who's seen the trend the trend of slugging. It's not new and stop calling it that. You fucking I had a white friend who was surprised I used chapstick. They were they were like mind blown by it. (laughs) They're like, I just don't lick my lips. And I was like, huh. Also, since we're on, we on the topic of skin, black people, stop telling other black people to not use sunscreen. St- please put on sunscreen. Yeah, Melanin is not a bullet man. fucking proof vest. You will still get sunburned. Yeah. Put the your first sunscreen time I got, on. The first time I was hot. peeling, I was stunned. I was like, nigga, yeah. this happens Yes. No. Yeah, I was stunned, this is, we are in global warming. Put something on your skin. Thank you. Think, think, about, think about this. You two would have been out there on the fields. You know what I mean? Y'all needed it more than, my, than I did. <laughs> I was going to be inside comfy. <laughs> With Daddy Jackson, this is a sick Negro. <laughs> with Daddy Jackson, Dad, they're not they're not he moving very fast Jackson. out there. <laughs> they're not moving very quick out there, Daddy Jackson. <laughs> I bet if I was out there, I get it done. But I don't gotta go out there, right? <laughs> no, okay. You want mom to make you something to eat? I'm gonna tell mom to make you something. Ass nigga. <laughs> I would just put it in there. I'm surviving. I got to survive too, Antonio. All kinds of Uncle Tom when you turn your head. (laughs) I got to survive too. I saw what Daddy Jackson did to y'all when y'all acted out. (laughs) I saw what Daddy Jackson did to y'all when y'all acted. Y'all wanted to get smart. (laughs) You think I'm going that crazy? Y'all been out here reading. (laughs) Y'all out here reading. Can you imagine? Oh, God. You know there was niggas out there too. This nigga out here reading. <laughs> this nigga out here reading. Nigga, who taught you octagon? <laughs> yeah, I would've been. You think I wanted this? It just happened. <laughs> you got off my back. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It just happened. <laughs> this is a great episode so far. Oh, now when we was a baby, I was scared. <laughs> I cut the crap. All right. <laughs> oh my God. I'm gonna give me a job. Oh, I'm gonna marry you, honey. I'm gonna have a bunch of kids. Oh man. You don't want you, me, you win. You the man. You you, you a, a better man, man than me. Than me. <laughs> <laughs> you happy? <laughs> uh, speaking of people who are a better man, uh, Zach Wilson decided to uh, do a few things, <laughs> some freaking things. Show you a few things. 
Uh, so his ex-girlfriend, quote unquote, exposed him for sleeping with his mom's best friend. And I Air want quotes. you to know, Air quotes, I want yeah. you to know right now, Zach's ex-girlfriend, that that's a flex that you just gave him. <laughs> you didn't do anything to discredit or hurt him in the yeah. least bit. <laughs> everybody, everybody collectively is like, oh, word, dap him up <laughs> for that. It's like, oh, oh really? Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. That man's a legend. <laughs> You're a legend, legend, Zach. Yeah. Oh, my God. So basically, Zach Wilson scrubbed uh, his girlfriend, uh, his old girlfriend, Abby Guile, uh, from his Instagram account early this early this year in return. Uh, she has now scrubbed one of the best friends of his life. <sighs> Guile's now dating his former best friend and BYU roommate, Washington, Red, uh, Washington Commanders. Oh, God, what a terrible name. Wide receiver Dax Maline. Uh, fans immediately took to Instagram and blasted her on her latest picture. One person called her a homie hopper <laughs> and gal fired back by exposing the Wilson slept with his mom's best friend. And I want you to know right now, homie hopper, uh, <laughs> you lost, <laughs> you lost this battle. Go just enjoy being with the Washington. Yeah. Time out. Time out. So first let, let's, let me break it down for you real quick. Dax is like a practice squad player. Yeah. He's not getting PT like that. Zach is the, the income. He's the second year starting quarterback. Yeah. It's the jets, but he got the bag. My nigga <laughs> right. was a he's top a franchi- three pick. He's, a franchise he's the franchise player. Dax yeah. is on the practice squad. This nigga don't get PT like that. Dax, Dax so will you, be out of the league in the next four years. Yeah. You know, let me tell you something you don't hear. Athleticism, wide receiver and BYU. When's the last time you heard that on an NFL franchise? Never <laughs> nigga. You don't even see that in Madden. So he's His not going to be is Dax. Yeah. And yeah. Come we on. know how well those people with Dax have careers have. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty limited. So it's not really going to do well for you, even for Dax Shepard. And he's she's really fighting an uphill battle here because you've already lost. You're losing out on the millionaire because this guy's not going to be a millionaire. You're losing out because now you're trying to expose him for sleeping with his mom's best friend, which is like probably like half the porn he looked up as a child. Yeah. Who's, who's losing here, baby girl? Yeah. Who the fuck are you? That nigga just completed half of Pornhub's <laughs> pages one through eight. <laughs> he just completed all that for us. Shout out to Lisa Ann. Yeah, he definitely, he's, <laughs> he won here. I don't see the, the negative here. I don't see the downside. Listen, uh, 13%, I need y'all to understand that if you have dirt, make sure it's good, all right, before you come come out with it. Make sure it's very, very good and that it can't blow back on you like this. All right. We care about you, 13%. Thank you for, for sticking around. <laughs> uh, here's, a, here's a story that is also going to potentially hurt the 13%. Doja Cat accused Noah Schnapp, who is of Stranger Things, Will Byer, with the terrible haircut, bowl cut. Oh, uh, my bad. Oh, I meant to ask y'all. Did y'all ever mess with like anybody like a, a sibling's friend? or a No. Or a, no, no? I'm an upstanding Negro. Oh, I'm not. I did that. I, my sister, had a friend. She, was, she was always like, "You stay away from her," because my sister's older than me. My sister's seven years older than me, so she thought yeah, my it was sister's younger. So I'm even. not, I'm not robbing. Yeah, you my sister's older than me, so it was so yeah. yeah. But one of her best friends, I was always like, "Hmm." One day, and yeah, I turned 21, <laughs> and rubber met the road, Bucko. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, so Doja Cat and Noah Schnapp. Uh, Quoted, Doja Cat quoted as saying a weird power play thing after he leaked their private conversation about his Stranger Things co-star. So Doja Cat can never seem to stay out of any type of trouble. And well, it's she's always, a cow. It's always, yeah, moo, bitch. Uh, it's, it's always with some fucking uh, white man that she keeps getting in trouble with. 
Um, so on Wednesday, Stranger Things star Noah Schnapp uploaded a TikTok video that included a screenshot of a private conversation that he had with Doja Cat. I'm reading this from BuzzFeed News, by the way. Uh, the 26-year-old musician had slid into Noah's Instagram DMs to share her crush on his co-star, Joseph Quinn, which, if you don't know who that is, that's Eddie. Right. Eddie Munson, baby. Uh, it's really odd that she would do something like this because it's not as if Doja Cat can't just have access to Eddie Munson. She could have just followed Eddie Munson and just straight up. I don't know if Doja has some type of relationship, which apparently <clears throat> it looks like they did not, of like her being friends with Noah. It makes no sense. But, well, of course, Twitter, tw- Twitter being Twitter. They went and uh, had a field day with Doja once again. And well, here's why it's really I, weird. I, I She's thing. tweeted about thinking Joseph Quinn is fine as hell multiple times on her main Twitter feed. Right. And commented on pictures of Joseph Quinn sent to her saying, like, he's so fucking fine and da 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 Like, this wasn't news to anybody. Yeah. But she be high. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Do- Doja be high. I don't know, man. Doja's, Doja's so weird. And, and so not, talented. Not in the, the greatest of ways. Also. <laughs> <laughs> she survived like, a lot when you really think about it. Like, yeah, as far I as mean, like controversies and scandals, like they had her in racist chat rooms showing feet, and yeah, <laughs> still she rise. <laughs> yeah, still makes she rise. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 hard to say uh, what's going to happen from here. I mean, what was I thought a bad play on her part was her attacking Noah. <laughs> I'm saying like it's some type of weird power play, as if like. Will Byer was <laughs> attempting to like blackmail her or some shit. Like he's what eighteen? I think he's seventeen. Seventeen? You got no fucking business fucking texting a uh, DM a seventeen year old anyway, asking about what's up with your co star. That's fucking weird. Don't do that. You're an adult woman. All right. Drake, Aubrey, you heard that? <laughs> Don't DM people. <laughs> It's not of the age group that you should be in. Back on me. <laughs> All right, We're fucking relax. All right, I hope this is a cautionary tale. All right, because I know you. I know she's eighteen. Listen, now. fam, watch your mouth, Alexa. Stop. Watch your mouth. Disrespecting Drizzy. You ain't got no poof. No I mean, poof around doing. The DMs exist. That's what I'm saying. He was giving career advice. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> There's telling tell her how to move. <laughs> uh, so staying on the Stranger Things role, uh, the Duffer Brothers, who, again, as, as quoted by me, does not like black people, has a couple of new projects in the work. Um, Cam, you have the intro. You have the information on this, right? So <clears throat> also screen rant. Need to holler at y'all. Yeah. I don't know who does your articles or your YouTube videos or approves them. Mm-hmm. I'm really mad that I have to do this because it was a brother who was in the video. They did like a things you might have missed in the Stranger Things like mm-hmm. finale. Yeah. Why don't y'all get people to know how to read? Also, I mean, people they... who can spot all references because they brought up like, like, oh, they did references to Nightmare on Elm Street in this episode. Da 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 da. And Wes Craven movies. You saw the the like all the it was it was. I know. I'm sorry to uh, Stephen King stuff because you think Carrie, you think of the prom scene and all that stuff, but then didn't mention it when you had the bloody balloons popping, which is clearly an homage to it. Okay. Hey man, a lot of those people are freelance. All right. <laughs> they also well, uh, this all ties in because in the hospital. When you have, that's obviously spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. When Max is in the hospital and Lucas is reading her a book, he's reading her The Talisman, which is a book that was co-written by Stephen King, which is the Duffer Brothers are going to now be adapting into a show onto Netflix. And they said The Talesman. And I said, my nigga, The Talesman, my nigga? 
Maybe they were British. The te- he's a no. He was a nigga reading this <laughs> shit. Why y'all do this to my nigga, bro? Anyway, the Duffer Brothers signed. They just signed their new production company, Upside Down Productions. It's gonna be you know strictly doing stuff on Netflix. They are doing a Stranger Things spinoff that has not been specified as to what it is. Obviously, they're gonna wrap up season with season five of Stranger Things to cap off that show. They are doing a show based off the Talisman, a book co-written by Stephen King, uh-huh. and they will be doing a brand new. Has nothing to do with the movie that came out a few years ago. Thank God. Death Note series on Netflix, live action. Still concerned, but intrigued. I'm concerned last, as well. That last Death Note was so bad. It was so so bad. And, you know, they said Lakeith was going to be L, and I said, that could work. You know what I mean? That that really could work. But it didn't. <laughs> it didn't work at all. He was awful in that role. They picked a whiny brat to play light. It was just bad. It was bad all the way around. There was nothing good about it. Lakeith did, a, Lakeith did a bad job as L. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. He was terrible. He was just yeah, it's, awful. It's I, I know he they just... thought he was like, L's weird. Lakeith's kind of weird. Should work. It was, it was poorly Did written. Not. They, they yeah. wrote it so poorly. This nigga <laughs> turned into a gun-toting maniac because he didn't get any candy. <laughs> like, what yeah. what the fuck, bro? That With a notebook bad. that can actually kill people. It was bad. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what the Duff Brothers' take is on that. I didn't even know Duff Brothers was interested in anime of any kind. Well, they Death Note series is such a hard one. You want to talk about from. nepotism? These niggas been doing shit since they got out of college, like immediately. They got right out of college and been writing shit since they got out of college. Like you hear that, Antonio? Stop being lazy and black. You know what I mean? <laughs> just be stop just, being bla- stop being lazy. Just be adequate and white. You know what I mean? I don't know stop being so stop being lazy. All right, <laughs> just, just you so long. <laughs> right. You could just be adequate and white. You'd have been somewhere by now. <laughs> Look at hey yo hey yo Antonio Antonio. Check it out. Look at your shirt. That's got to be you. All right. <laughs> All right, I need you to get. To, I need you to get with the program. I knew the punchline right. was coming a mile away, and it's still, still landing. Good, good, you. Good you. <laughs> oh, Robert, <laughs> the bomb squad in the motherfucking house. Oh, you know what time man. it is, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, but uh, the the Duffer Brothers. I I am. Listen, Duffer Brothers, I know how you feel about black people, clearly through your project. <laughs> if you decide to put anybody black in any of these roles, please do not kill them first, torture them in any type of way. You know the first making, criminal on Death Note going to be black. Or have them making spears, all right? Can we just not have any of those collective things? You're going to be watching the first episode of Death Note, and you're going to hear, Notorious Spear Theft, <laughs> Wendell Jackson the First <laughs> is running through another urban community <laughs> causing a ruckus. <laughs> And the light's gonna be like, we gotta stop him. <laughs> <laughs> the first person he puts in the book. Yeah. The first person that's gonna die, Darius. <laughs> Ruffin. Yeah. Lamont. I'm gonna worse. pick indiscriminately. Lamontrez. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's worse oh. than our guy from our guy from old. Oh, oh. Uh, midsize sedan. Yeah, mid- oh my god, man. Midsize sedan. All that nigga said the whole movie. Damn, <laughs> I was so mad, man. That but he had one of the. So he sad. did have one of the best lines in the movie when, when he was like, "I bet they wish they was black right now, huh?" Because how, yeah, how everybody right. else was aging and they wasn't. Yep. Oh yeah. god, yeah, that was funny. Um, all right. Are y'all excited for these projects at all? A little. I, not so y'all little, don't little. y'all don't y'all don't believe the Duffer magic can be spread across anything but Stranger Things. I, so the Stranger Things spinoff, I have no interest in whatsoever. Like once the story it depends on what it is. No, there's nothing. What if, if you, they say no? Because if they say it's Steve and Robin working in the video store, I'm watching it. 
I'm for there. how long? Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> plenty, I'm in for there's it. There's plenty here you could. There's plenty here you could work with. Yeah, this is not like this has if, been like if a, the upside down is not an exhausted universe. Like there's a lot more they could play around with. Dog, They're if you don't take care of one decade, a whole era, there's a lot here. What what's after the up? What's the up? What's the third of the upside down is gone? What do you, you what keep am saying? I, what am after spin off, spin off can be anything. It could be before. It could be during. It could be based off a character. It could be just based off the town. Yeah. I have no idea. They, they could they could bring eight back and try to run her into some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, now so I can't see, I can't say I'm not gonna rock. What if with a story what if, that I what if no eight is in the side by yet. side? They are gonna come up with some shit like that. You feel me? The side by side. Now if it's if it's eleven collecting other other people i'll be i'll be on board somebody told me something earlier today that i had not considered is one the reason that all the other kids have powers or did they use something from one's dna or something to create because i don't think so i don't know yeah no was... remember well because remember yeah uh, what's his uh 11's mom was just on drugs <laughs> she was on the lsd trial shit Right, but that's somebody. Somebody was saying that the trials that was being used was actually a form of one's DNA, and that's how the other ladies were able to have the kids that have powers. I mean, it would make sense, but then who gave? Because he was technically the first one. So I mean, because they all have. I mean, powers. I mean, really, the theory you need to bring up is how one is the first Spider-Man. Ah, be the first one. (laughs) Come on, dog. He didn't climb any walls, though. Didn't he though? Didn't no. Have you seen the upside down? Come on now, dog. This nigga made a whole world. Spider Man. I mean, he was attached to. I mean, if anything, he's the first Venom. 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 Sorry. (laughs) But you can't. Hey, you don't get Venom without Spider Man. That's well. Sony says different. (laughs) Sony says. Sony says a lot of shit. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of Sony and entertainment, it's entertainment time. All right. So me, Cam Archer, and even the silent producer <laughs> did our due diligence and went and saw Thor, <laughs> Love and Thunder. You know who didn't see it? The fucking director. <laughs> the guy who's about movies. That nigga sleep. <laughs> did not go fucking see it. What? I'm supposed to feel bad? Damn. <laughs> you, see, you see the arrogance on this man? <laughs> Have some kids. Fucking and- cockhead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm being a cock. <laughs> being a cock. Oh man, <laughs> cock Lesnar over here. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're not going to spoil Love and Thunder today, but we will next week when this brother finally gets the opportunity to see it. So we're going to give light uh, thoughts on uh, what we, uh, how we felt about the movie. I'll go first. I am concerned. For Thor and the MCU as a whole, after watching, are you movie. concerned for Thor? We've been telling this nigga this for, for several, for several no, 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 movies. No, 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 now, now, Antonio, Antonio, <laughs> much relaxed, cock do to do. All right, okay, Antonio, we must, <laughs> we must allow Los Angeles to finish his thought. Continue. <laughs> I still love the MCU. I'm the only MCU defender on this podcast. You know what I mean? But I am concerned in terms of what they're planning to do, and. People have said that this is this is the first MCU rom com, and you guys already know how I feel about those fucking movies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not a fucking fan. I think this movie is entertaining for children. I think when kids watch it, they're gonna get a 
they're going to have a fucking ball. They're going to have a blast watching this movie. I think for... But I still feel like it's aimless. Like, I feel like the movie overall is aimless. Supposedly, this movie was four hours long originally before it got cut down. A lot of what's happening with gore, I feel, was probably the thing that got that hurts the, the movie the most. Because gore, as a character, is supposed to be... Not Thanos level, but he's supposed to have some type of relevance and weight. And we don't really get, unfortunately, a whole lot of him in the movie as much as I would like. And all the characters like Valkyrie and stuff like that are also kind of cut to the wayside as well. And what Natalie Portman does, bringing back the character of Jane Foster and Mighty Thor, I felt like could have been better. Although I don't feel like she did any. I don't feel like she was bad in the role. I think she did a pretty good job playing it up. But the quirky comedy of the film, mixed with the tone of what Gore the God Butcher is supposed to bring, there is not, it's tonally off balance throughout the whole thing. And I really like Taika Waititi, and I really believe that he could potentially balance it out. But this movie's runtime may have, may be the result of why it just doesn't flow together like Ragnarok did for me. So if I was to give it like a rating, uh, it's probably six for me. 6.5 best. I've only seen it one time. I don't know if I'll see it again in theaters, but 6.5 for me feels like where it's at. Uh, we'll get into more of it when we talk about spoilers, but Cam, what'd you feel like? Hmm. <sighs> okay. So, for <laughs> Love and Thunder, I thought it was Thunder. just, it was just okay. It was okay. I can understand why people hated it because a lot of people were like, "Yo, this movie's fucking ass," and I'm like, "I get it, I get it." I mean, I don't. I mean, it's not a hate thing. It's just not. I didn't hate it either. I thought it was funny. Uh, I thought the yeah, but outside funny. of it being funny, I thought the movie was had no direction. It seemed everything was just spots. It seemed like a bunch of just scenes tied together very loosely, mm-hmm. and because of that, the story wasn't effective. And the emotional well, beats that's because missed. you didn't turn your brain off, Cam. So that's your fault. Uh, <laughs> you just turned your brain. Uh, so you yo, I, up. I didn't. I didn't see the instructions. And, I didn't see know. the instructions before I went, bro. I didn't see the yeah, instructions. Yeah. So that's true. true. But well, yeah, it just it was very just when it was over. I was like, wow, that was just a lot of nothing, wasn't it? And to waste a, <laughs> <laughs> to waste a villain the level of of Gore, the God Butcher, the way that they did in this movie, with an actor. Yeah. The level of Christian Bale performing as well as he did. Who in the did role. good in this movie? Let's not amazing. get it twisted. He, he was, when he on screen, was really good. It just there's not enough it, of him. Which we should. We never. I don't think any of us here doubted that was going to be yeah. the case. But yeah, no, I, I just, the movie was just whatever. It was, it was very whatever, and it just it's just continuing to pile on to the the very mid uh, productions that Marvel has been giving us for everything that wasn't called Infinity War for a while now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silent producer, do you have a, a, a audio clip that can uh, represent how you felt about the movie? Give him some time. Give him some time. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you right now, mm-hmm. we don't care. Let me tell. Right, let me t- <laughs> a very measured review. That was a good build-up. <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yeah. measured review from the side producer. Yeah, it was just very just eh. like, and it keeps happening to Thor. It's which is fifteen thousand units. Fifteen thousand <laughs> units. Proud of every unit. Yeah, I'm proud man. of those units. Yeah, I hate I hate to see it happen to him because I, I I do love Thor the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Chris Hemsworth plays him fantastically well. 
but I don't know, man. I don't know. How LA, how old are you? It's gonna work out. Uh, thirty-six. Thirty-six. I'm thirty-three. Cam, how old are you again? Forty-two. <laughs> Fuck you, cocksucker. So these movies came out. This first movie, came, the first movie came out in two thousand eight. So I was. Yeah. I think I was yeah. nineteen when this movie first when the when this all first started. Mm-hmm. I see what they're doing. I saw it kind of. You could see it with with Hawkeye. Then why don't you, you tell them? See it. You could also <laughs> see it with. <laughs> you could also see it with Moon, with uh with with Moon Knight, mm-hmm. and you see it with Miss Marvel. They are well. Actually, we don't I see think, it with Miss Marvel because we don't watch that yeah, shit. Continue. You're not watching Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is <laughs> fantastic. Me and me and you, Antonio, we don't see that shit because we don't a watch it. episodes. I've just I've just paused on my watching, but yeah. they they are clearly <laughs> gearing show. towards the next wave and I don't think we should expect the very mature movie that we got like out of Infinity Wars in game like I don't think that's coming again for a while I mm. think they're building up especially with how they're trying to build up Young Avengers well was was Doctor Strange characters. not serious I think Doctor Strange didn't have a seriousness <laughs> issue it just had a, a quality issue <laughs> I don't think it was like a I mean Strange Strange had a tonal off balance during its runtime too though absolutely like, but, tried, but but they, overall they kept trying to be like quirky was, and you know. funny and cheesy while also trying to maintain that oh this is a this is a huge threat and that's like, called marvel but they've been able but they've been able to pull off stakes like this before i mean if but you're looking like at phase four the Cam, last like, time they you did watch, that was with spider-man but, if you, but when you watch like in not um winter soldier like mm-hmm. that yeah. movie had mm-hmm. was tonally it felt a little bit more drama like like yeah, but it's also a unicorn some, in their entire catalog. Of course, of course. But but we could admit that the movies that that kind of leaned more on drama than comedy are the movies that tended to be better. Well, I mean, but how I many can you? There's only what three or four of them in their well, entire. I've, I've, I've not personally very many thought that. I've personally always thought that they balanced the jokes in well with most of the movies. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was the first one that kind of like veered all the way to the great movie, cosmic the comedy side right but i think I that, that one still one had a more, it had a more yeah. mature style of comedy i yeah. i believe. and it was a great movie yeah. and it was a great movie yeah. by the way yeah guardians Whereas, one i wonder amazing. if yeah. now they're trying to just broaden it's almost as if they're like hey whoever it is that's been watching our movie we're trying to double that audience so we can do that by adding they hit a double down yeah. <laughs> so let's go after yeah. all these different you know that's what i think but who knows yeah. Hear Marvel and hear Marvel good, nigga. I keep hearing that we're supposed to wait and see. So apparently soon we'll find out My where they're going. And we got to keep waiting, you know. Because Marvel is essentially a glorified television show. Silent producer is trying hard. As if he doesn't have technology in front of him. <laughs> you can, you can just, put it in the, just put it in the inbox, bro. Like, I don't know why you wrote it down. Like, like you're fucking Black Noir. You over here writing notes like Black Noir and shit. Just write it. Just put it in the inbox, bro. Speaking of Black Noir and the, and the better comic show. Uh, Man made a fucking... Comic show. <laughs> the boys... A chart. The boys, the boys had a season finale recap. Uh, season finale, excuse me. They sure like did. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading the prompter. Uh, season he had the season finale come out, and uh, it's quite the doozy. Antonio again hasn't caught up or watched, but fucking I'm, I'm, I'm I got to episode three. <laughs> I'm working my way up. I'm coming. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Chosen I'm coming. One. 
coming. Uh, oh yeah. Before we get to that though, before I did we see cover the, episode the boys with the with the cock explosion though. I mean, yeah, you saw <laughs> episode one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into uh, more more uh, caucasity, mm. we're gonna go ahead and take a quick commercial break and uh, hear a word from our sponsors. And we're back. Okay, I'll try not to. I'll try not to be a movie curmudgeon. <laughs> but that's what people love about you. you. Can't can't switch the brand up now, cocker. <laughs> it's the it's it's the other topics that I just don't be caring about. That's okay. It's all right. Pop cock people... and drop it. <laughs> people love you. I'm supposed for to it, care. Really? Like I'm supposed to care about Doja Cat. I don't give a fuck about her. I mean, my nigga, her music's amazing. Ooh. She's fine. She's on drugs. Okay, well, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. He worse first, than me. That's the move. That's hold on, my move. That's a bad, my bad. I, you you want to know why? You want to know why that's not even a... You wanna I like know, the video. I, I like the video, though. You want to know video. why that's not a good move? Because that song is actually really hard. I wish I could have wrote that song. Wait, wait. Let's, no, let, me be, let me be clear. That was not me making fun of her. I actually, I like that song, too, and I like the video. I'm just not going to dance like how she was dancing. But no, her, her and her her new well, album, that planet, her album she's was a, really she's on good. the top right now. Yeah. You might say that she's, she's like she's the biggest crazy. biggest act out right now. She's crazy. She she really yeah. goes hard and she's bad. I just don't care she about just, her and arguing with coke. some with some seventeen year old. I don't give a fuck about them. She just got to take take the load off the coke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> L A stop L A stop supplying. All right. Uh, if she's doing four lines. Just do two. Just do two. You got to get the people what they want. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. <laughs> you got to get the people what they want, allegedly. Something that the people want is The Boys. Uh, season finale hit. White supremacy wins above <laughs> all else <laughs> is the message of this you know whole episode and show. You know the fucking vibes? Come on, though. <laughs> it, it really is kind of scary to see, like, this is, like, what would Trump be with superpowers? Yeah. Essentially, re- is, what, is what this show is. I respect them for doing that, though, like, we we've all seen like like little snippets of it and how movies have tried to like really actually honestly break down like what a lot of these guys have to, and gals have to deal with like you know the residual effect of their actions and what happens yeah. when maybe something motivates you to act in a way that you know we like we get a taste of it with the killmonger thing but what happens if the whole country is just right. filled with all of these super people who are just in this for their own their own self you know their own uh, motives and they do a good job of tapping into that but more than anything being white just has to be fantastic <laughs> uh i will say this I, I did i i i enjoyed this season of the boys i did feel like this season finale was a bit underwhelming also amazon prime pass uh i felt it was a bit underwhelming because I thought there was going to be more in terms of the clash with Soldier Boy, uh, Homelander, uh, especially now that you have uh, Butcher still souped up uh, for one last time. And then I, I didn't see them bringing in the kid the way that they did. And I feel like that was more of a cop out in in order for them to not have the fight that we were kind of they promised. felt like we gave you a good fight early on at the hero gasm episode and then now we bring in this annoying little fuckface kid because ryan and, i mean annoying. he's obviously being set up for something larger and yeah I you saw the little that. the little coy white boy fucking proud boy smile he had at the end of the show <laughs> yeah once uh homelander fucking aced the fucking head murdered right, a man you know, in front of shoulders. everybody and everybody yeah fuck yeah 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 so. Yeah, uh, MM's stepfather, obviously, uh, right, incel in training. Uh, oh, they made him look like him. That wasn't actually him, though, right? No, that was him. 
That's supposed to be the stepdad? Eminem. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just uh, supposed to look like him. I didn't think that was actually him. No, that's him. He was at the rally. Uh, okay. Because I was like, damn, yeah, that kind of looks like him. Started. Yeah, I, was, he's no, one, I know he's doing yeah. do cheers, but I didn't know that was supposed to be like actually him. I'm just tired of Eminem mm-hmm. just being weak because he's a human. <laughs> he can't do nothing. <laughs> Nigga, we just get really bigger can't. guns it, to it's look kinda, stupid. Like, them, they allowed him to do like a shotgun off the shield. While Butcher is like heat vision it, and they try to make it seem like he helped, and I was like, but not really. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's he's been he's been kind of regu- regu- regulated as like the emotional through line, but they also try to use Frenchie for that as well. And I, I found every Frenchie's storyline, every fight scene with MM in it is like giving your little brother the unplug controller. You just want him to feel like he's contributing. <laughs> I mean, he ain't really doing nothing. The controller ain't I, yeah. even plugged in. I but no, like yeah, Frenchie is a much really better. Dark character for me his yeah his side story was way more uh engaging than mm's family one because it doesn't feel like mm got what he was looking for at the end of the day <clears throat> and so i was like why did, i was like why did frenchie get a complete arc but not mm that's so weird that they kind of left him left him to his yeah, own that's quite interesting yeah <laughs> uh but overall uh overall i think the season is, is is good i am i am ready for the next one to come out for sure so and we ain't I'm getting so it for another two years probably so buckle up <laughs> oh man are we just going to be in a space where there's just nothing on for like yeah. a while yeah because euphoria ain't coming back for a while we ain't getting the boys for a while invincible ain't coming back for a while stranger things just ended we're gonna have to be finding we're gonna be scavengers bucko scavengers so one of the because things are getting sparse uh one of the things that me and uh cam archer watched is on hbo max hbo max pass it's a little documentary show. Uh, it's called uh, it's called The Rich and Shameless. We're, we'll we'll breeze through this so we can get you to the the Mission Impossible. I know you know your baby birds have been waiting for us to feed you on that. Uh, but Rich and Shameless is a six part series. Am I got that right? It's six episodes, right? I want to say it's around six to seven or so. I haven't watched. I, there's two I haven't watched yet. I haven't watched oh, okay. two of them. All right. But so yeah. we won't discuss all of them. But the first one is discussing Pam and Tommy. Uh, Pam and Tommy Lee. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't watch the Hulu show, so I'm not sure where the correlation between what actually. Yeah, see, happened I saw that show. one on. I saw that one on when it debuted on TNT. It was like after like a playoff game or something. I saw that. Mm. Uh, so that one was interesting. Uh, I didn't realize how, and I didn't realize like how it all began and how it all started. I didn't realize it was like a safe that this dude stole from in, like the middle of the night. So I didn't know any of that part. I just, I just always knew it was a sex tape, but it was on the internet. I had no idea of like all the, the backstory to it. In terms of like how it happened and how it really fucked up uh, a lot of their lives, in terms of like, and their their tape was technically the first ever like celebrity sex tape, and how it kind of yeah, birthed they, they kicked it they birthed kicked, the idea of like off, the Kardashians yeah. and Paris Hiltons of the world, mm-hmm. unfortunately, <laughs> which ties into another doc. Yeah, uh, the second episode was on who again? The second episode, if I'm not mistaken, that's the girls gone wild one, right? Yes. Now that one, that one's probably the 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 weirdest and and that was the most in depth one. one that was the most interesting for our generation for sure. Yes. So for all of us who of our age, uh, I'm sure stayed up late at night watching the Girls on Wild infomercial and considering it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe I should get one of these tapes. Uh, but this guy is just the worst type of human being who really got away with. Uh, just filming women at parties initially and having them take the tops off and getting super paid for it into like crazy abuse, rape, sexual assault, 
having girls uh, do things to themselves in the back room of private trailers and buses. Uh, of course, underage girls were being involved. He ran the company to the ground, got arrested, flew to Mexico, where he still is, apparently. And uh, they played some really disturbing audio of him, like, attacking uh, the girl that he... So, in the later years, they ran, like, a Girls Gone Wild um, best-looking woman in America. And then he ended up marrying that girl, and they're still she's still under, like, abuse in that home in Mexico. It's, kinda, it's really sad. It's really fucking sad, but it's scary. It's scary shit. The audio that they played, I was surprised that they got away with playing it. But when you hear it, man, it's it's fucking frightening. They talked to some of the, the locals, <laughs> and the Mexicans was like, "No, nah, he's a crazy. He's that, that crazy. Man, that man weird as hell. Yeah, so, yeah. That gringo is wild. Don't fucking fuck with him. <laughs> it's it's just insane that like even the the locals were like, "No, nah, he's he's nuts. Do not fuck with that." Um. But yeah, no, I, I won't go over the, the too many of it. But did you did you have like a certain point in one of the docs cam that kind of stuff like struck out to you more than anything? I didn't know that whole that whole uh, the whole Canadian Bitcoin story. That's just oh, crazy. That was crazy. That yeah, was crazy. I never, I, I would never, never I never heard that, that story. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are very familiar, but there was a Canadian Bitcoin company that was mad, had like a, almost two hundred million dollars of investments in it. And the dude who was running it went on, got married, went on a honeymoon and apparently died on the honeymoon, which was, you know, on on paper seemed very tragic. But then stuff started to question started to arise because apparently he was the only person who had access to the money for this company. And nobody had a code to get it. So apparently the 200 million is just sitting there, quote unquote. But everybody thinks that this nigga just faked his death and ran off with the money. Yeah. Oh, uh, something. Uh, something I, I forgot to mention on that uh, Girls Gone Wild, a lot of Kardashians in support of this nasty ass nigga. All right. They, they said, and they said that they some people believe that he helped them get their the Kardashian yeah. sex tape out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Free Joe Francis T-shirts. All right. Yeah. And all like <laughs> out forget. publicly saying they still fuck with him. That's where Kanye and Kim honeymooned when they went to Mexico. Oh God! And I, I didn't yeah. realize. I didn't realize how like recent that was. That's some fucking yeah, sicko shit, man. man. That's sicko shit, but like they say, man, when people are rich, <laughs> they just Don't hang matter. out with other rich people, regardless of how nasty it is. Um, so let's get into what we really want to get into. Cam, do you have the music? Sure, I'll pull it up for you, champ. You know what time it is. It's Josh's favorite part of the pod. <laughs> just don't put it too close to the mic. The, the, uh, you know what? Fuck it. Blow your mic out. <laughs> Go ahead, blow it out. Niggas <laughs> <Make his> day. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible 5 Rogue Nation Rogue bitch. Nation You know what I'm saying? Cock Nation <laughs> Hey real quick What's uh, going on with what, What's going on with Baldwin? Is is he like in jail? Is he What's going, what's going that's on? That's not important Don't worry it about is, what's happening Don't worry Don't worry about that We're here to celebrate him today Are we? <laughs> He's, he's is that the, what we're doing? He's the director. Hey, you know what I'm saying? He's not held liable for that. We know right, he's, the sec- I, he's the secretary. <laughs> All right, relax. Hold your tongue, you swine. <laughs> this movie uh, came out in 2015. Holds a 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. On the tomatoes of Rotten. It currently has a city box office of 682.7 million. Dollars, U.S. currency. You know what I mean? Did 
did gangbusters. It was directed by Christopher McQuarrie and still under Bad Robot Productions. Um, so Christopher McQuarrie's work, because uh, the last movie, it was, uh, uh, who was it? Um, who had that one? In? Oh, the guy who made Incredibles. <laughs> Could remember his name for a second. Um, Brad, Brad, um, yeah, Brad boy. Bird. Brad Bird. Yeah, y'all boy. Y'all, y'all know him. Y'all good. <laughs> That's Why you acting like that's not the, not like he wasn't he's not that guy you know what I mean? See, I don't be the one. He's just a guy. You know what I mean? He's that he's just guy. a guy. That's what he is. So Christopher McCurry, uh kind of looks like he took up the mantle. Um, yeah, he became the trusted the, side guy for 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 Tom Cruise for these movies after this. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. also involved. He also had involvement with the Usual Suspects, uh, Jack Reacher, Valkyrie. Uh, the Mummy, which he did, The Mummy and Edge one. of Tomorrow, <laughs> which are both both Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow was a quality movie, by the way. Edge of Tomorrow was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Live, die, repeat. You know what I mean? Uh, he also was involved in The Tourist, which is yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not terrible, not great, just kind of in there. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> Tom was like that guy. I want that guy to do all my movies. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, this movie. It is it is very good. There are some like some moments I was like, ooh, like I like the tension was like really high. I was like, all right, y'all got me. Um, and it's just watching it at home. Who would have thought? You know what I mean? Uh, so <laughs> people go to the movies. <laughs> Who would have thought? Watching it, watching it home had a great cinematic experience. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no yeah, problems. Yeah, nigga. Uh, so this movie features Rebecca Ferguson, Tom Cruise, of course, uh, Sean Harris, Jeremy Renner comes back. It says Paula Patton. I didn't see Paula Patton nowhere in this movie. I don't know why she's credited in this movie. Shout out to my guy, Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames has a, a larger just, role. Who's just hanging on. Yeah, you know He's what I mean? He's just in here, man, collecting Simon, these checks. Simon Pegg, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, they, I think Ving Rhames was used sparingly, but well. He's got an up and down usage throughout all of these movies. So yeah. He's like always there, but some of the movies you may barely see him, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's also the introduction of Alec Baldwin. Uh, you may know him as Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> uh, he <laughs> and, and Sean and Sean Harris. Those are like and two Sean. of the newer characters that we get introduced to. Yeah, I mentioned Sean. I mentioned Sean. Uh, he's he's the bad guy in this. Uh, Solomon Lane. 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 I talk that about fucking movie. Yeah, that voice is such a weird choice. <laughs> he's got a villain face. He does. Yeah, Hundred percent. Hundred percent does. Mr. Ethan, <laughs> why are you talking like that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was like on purpose or what. I don't know. It was weird. So also, he was King Arthur in the Green Knight for those for those cinema lovers out there. Wow, was that him? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that's, yes. In, that's incredible yes. that he was in such a terrible best movie. Best movie of two thousand twenty-one. Yeah. Gang yeah. shit. Yeah, absolutely yeah. was. Absolutely was. <laughs> <laughs> gang, gang, give, gang, gang. Give that movie the cock award. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's cock on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Holy shit! Look at all that meat. <laughs> all right. So the movie opens. Our protagonists. Uh, we have. We have. Uh, uh, Tom is missing. You know what I mean? Ethan. Ethan Hunt. They're hunting for him. They can't find him. They don't know where he's at. Uh, we get the on the hunt for Hunt. Yeah, they're on the hunt. You kind of skipped a, a lot. <laughs> what do you mean? The beginning of the movie is, is them and the airfield. He's not missing. Am I wrong? He's not missing. Well, they can't. They don't know where he's at. 
They, they were on their radio silence. Nah. Am I wrong? Saying he's missing is just a strong statement when you have the rest <laughs> of the movie when he's actually missing. But you got you got Benji out there. Benji's out there in uh, full camo gear. Um, Vin Rames gets introduced. He's in Shanghai or something like that, right? Because China's yeah. in production for a lot of these movies. Um, so uh, they're trying. They don't know where Ethan is. There is a plane, a military plane, getting ready to take off. They have to stop the plane. Uh, this is happening while uh, is I can't remember. Jeremy Renner, oh, Jeremy Renner is running the op. I'm sorry. Jeremy Renner, uh, he's not working with S.H.I.E.L.D. at the moment. You know what I mean? It's Hawkeye. So he's still William Brandt uh, under that alias. He's keep, he keeps asking. He keeps telling him the plane can't take off. What is the, the, the phrase that he kept saying over and over again? That plane can't take off? It's fucking, uh, fucking with Simon Pegg's character? Essentially, something like that. I don't remember the, the verbiage exactly. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they can't, they, can't, they can't get on the plane. They're trying to stop it. They're trying to hack into it. Uh, Ethan fucking pops out of the hill, uh, out of the hill like a mole, gets a, gets a hold of the plane, hops with on, a running hops on start, of course. <laughs> yeah, hops on the wing. Uh, I also this is a little fast forward. I appreciate that they eventually address uh, Ethan's height <laughs> with one of the characters, but we'll get there. Uh, but he hops on the plane like a little gremlin and gets attached to the door, and he's open the door. <laughs> yeah, essentially struggling. they're saying they can't take off with the cargo. The cargo can't can't get into the air basically right yeah and benji is trying to figure out ways because the plane's on they don't know where ethan is and benji's trying to figure out ways of how to get into the plane so he has the reason why uh luther is there he's in a whole other state because he's hacking into a satellite to allow benji the the ability to hack the plane and he's trying to figure out ways to try to get into the plane he's trying to turn off the engines he's trying to override shit within the system he can't do it and then out of nowhere comes ethan with his running start and he hops onto the door of the plane and starts yelling for benji to open it as the plane's starting to like go down the runway starting to make its ascent and benji just is can't seem to get to the door communications <laughs> opens the, open the door benji <laughs> he opens and, the yeah hatch. he eventually opens the, the hatch to the bottom and it's the wrong door <laughs> and from there benji opens the correct door this nigga flies through it and almost flies out the back of the plane <laughs> because of the low minimum. And, we mentioned you know, earlier, this stunt is real. He's really hanging on for yeah. dear life on the side of this fucking plane. I don't know. Tom Cruise really wants to get out of Scientology. He keeps screaming for help every one of these movies, and nobody's helping him. <laughs> Please, someone help Tom. Please open the door. <laughs> get him out of there. Uh, but they finally get on there. There's the fucking dangerous materials. He takes off with it, and then the uh, credits roll. I found it funny that they don't even yeah, try to explain. He straps himself to, like, the largest <laughs> fucking parachute no in history and <laughs> just flies out the plane with his cargo on his back. I don't know. Yeah, it just goes to credits. And they go back to telling you the story through the credits again, which is, again, odd choice. Why do they do that? Why are you still showing me mini trailers while the movie Because you, you already paid for the ticket, nigga. You here. <laughs> <laughs> They're just telling me parts of the movie ahead of time. I never understood that. Uh... But yeah, so after that happens, uh, we get the scene where uh, William Brandt, Jimmy Renner's character, is with uh, Alec Baldwin's character, and they're in front of a panel uh, for the government. And uh, you know, William Brandt says, "I cannot confirm or deny, you know, anything without the uh, the what was it the not the senator, the director, basically." Thank you. Oh yeah, the director's uh, with the director's permission. He's uh, basically 
telling them that the IMF yeah. needs to be shut down. Mission yeah, Alec Baldwin's character, he's in the CIA. Impossible Mission Force. And the Impossible Missions Force. They fuck up a lot. Even when they get shit right, they fuck it up. So we need to shut them down. <laughs> basically basically they seem to follow like a like almost almost spot on like the the 007 like his this position is antiquated we don't need this anymore it's time to get rid of these reckless people and then start something new and then they try to prove why they're still important so they kind of go along with that with that concept yeah which he i shows don't know if the, that's been used missions. yet <laughs> has that really been used yet in any of these sure movies it has to be like I guess I think not right? as heavily where like the government is trying to shut them down. It's been kind of like, well, you know, we don't necessarily approve of this, but go ahead and do it. But like this is the first time where it's like, all right, these people don't need to be. We don't need to be putting the world's you know well being in the hands of these these people. Let's let's, let's try to fix this. You know, impossible mission for us. So you gotta have now, the, to you be, gotta have the bureau the bureaucrat that's supposed to be getting in their way. To 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 the to his point though. Uh, they fuck up a lot, you know what I mean? Like, IMF is, gets fucking hacked all the time. They're always missing shit. Their agents are fucking going, uh, going off kilter all the fucking time. He's, he made some solid points in that presentation. Is all I'm saying. Now, granted, he used missions that uh, right winged ass nigga. <laughs> he, he used he used missions that they were successful you were, on. You you <laughs> wanted the accords. You you wanted the you wanted the Avengers the to Sokovia be accords? to be. You wanted them to be sanctioned. <laughs> Somebody needs to regulate these heroes. Yeah, God damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Government regulation. You know I, mean? I mean, that's why the boys exist. For those who are fucking get out of control. Uh, but, yeah, he says, you know, like, these guys use destructive methods to get what they want. And the guy agrees. And he's like, yeah, look, a lot of the missions that I've seen you guys pull off seems to be more luck than skill. So what do you think we're going to shut everything down? Meanwhile, Ethan is in London. Uh, she's a very pretty woman. And as always, Ethan can't fucking uh, it's, it's biggest biggest issue for ethan hunt is these fucking women all right he's always uh fucking running behind some tail but anyway he gets to his record shop says them some spy lingo gets a record and she's like it is you <laughs> he, and he looks at her like i'll have sex with you later and then goes into the the booth drops the record drops the needle now i will say this is this is a cool moment in the movie where it's doing like the normal this is your mission if whether you choose to accept it and he was, they're telling him about, you know, you're searching for the syndicate. Guess what, bozo? We are the syndicate, bitch. <laughs> that, that's us. We've been watching you, watching us, watching us. You know what I mean? Uh, so then they say, hey, look, this, this is going to self-destruct in, in five seconds. And then they lit some gas and knock his ass out in the window. He's trying to break through. Well, as he's trying to break through the glass, though, he sees um, uh, Lane for the first time. Just some fucking unassuming white dude with blonde hair and glasses as all of these fucking villains look like and uh puts a silencer to old girl's head kills her headshot boom james bond double seven style. i did get the fucker not yet <laughs> i haven't had sex with her yet so uh she's dead he's knocked out uh he wakes up in some type of hostile uh prison environment that's when we get introduced to rebecca ferguson's character as uh was it lisa frost faust faust it's faust. faust yeah yeah or is that lisa i'm sorry it's like elsa or something like that some yeah some weird faust movie. yeah i just call her <laughs> faust name. yeah faust and she's faust. doing she's doing some like uh you know you know how like when they want to intimidate you they do everything all slowly she takes off her shoes 
rolls up her rolls sleeves. Rolls up her sleeves, yeah. <laughs> Just for a group of men to say, hey, bitch, <laughs> we got it. <laughs> you know, don't don't even sell your hands with this. We we're gonna take it. We're gonna take it from here. Then they introduce one of the dumbest fucking characters in this movie. The the bone doctor. What a stupid name. <laughs> you wasn't fucking with the bone doctor? No, this nigga sound like a, a cut WWE wrestler. <laughs> the bone doctor. What a stupid name. Uh so uh because she like bats her eye at Ethan. I guess that's all that that was really needed <laughs> for them to start to join forces. Uh, so she picks up the keys, tosses in the keys, starts fighting all the groups of men in the in the fucking room. I will say this: uh, they waxed Ethan's whole body. You know what I mean, except for his nipples. Nipples <laughs> hair, hairy as shit. And he must have saw forty year old virgin said, "I know how painful that is. Oh, just, leave, <laughs> just leave the hair around the nipples. You can wax everything else." You know what I'm saying? He's he's how old in this movie? At, he's not quite 50 yet, right? He's like 40, he's getting there. Yeah. 48, 45 maybe. Yeah, he's getting Ripped. there. You know what I mean? Ripped like Jesus. He's got, he is, Ethan is all right. And he shows off. Ripped like Jesus? You don't think Jesus was ripped? He walking everywhere? Calves of steel? Are you serious right now? Ate nothing but bread and fish? A man was on a, on a protein diet like no other. Jesus was jacked. He let them take him, all right? Because otherwise, he would have <laughs> had the strength to get away from anyone. You think carrying that cross was easy? Think somebody we could do that? I rest my case. <laughs> core. Major core. That's what I'm saying. And Ethan has the <laughs> has the core of Jesus because he's able to fucking <laughs> body jump his way off the pole like a, like a talented stripper and land and uh, fight barefoot. And then he starts doing what, what he trained so well for in uh, Mission Impossible uh, 3 where he's able to use his elbows to fight. Uh, and once elbow foo, it starts taking out everybody. They have this is actually a really good fight sequence between the both of them. Uh, once it's over, he's like, "We haven't met before, right?" <laughs> and when he says he's like, "We didn't have sex before, right?" Did I land on top of you? Pretty much, he was, because he, he does was land on top of her during this mission, during this fight. <laughs> yeah. like, he does like a jumping kick and like lands like on like her stomach and like looks right. back at her and they get up and start fighting again. He right. was so yeah, he was pretty when much when he came out. He was fifty three then. He was pretty he's, much asking, like, I ain't fuck now. you, right? He's right. 60 now, God, and that movie damn. came out seven years ago. That's insane. Yikes. Damn, that nigga a, is a thrill seeker. Devil. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so uh, they start escaping. They get through the uh, through the back entrance. Why do all these, these so-called closed-off rooms always have a back entrance? <laughs> they always have a back way. But, anyway, they get, they get to the back entrance. She closed the gate. He's like, what are you doing? She's like, you have to escape. I have to stay here. Uh I promise I'll give you these fuck me eyes later. You have to leave right now. Uh, it starts to run in. They start shooting with AK-47s. Miss Ethan entirely. At least what it well, it's the, it was the gate bars. You know what I'm saying? It was the bars of the nigga. gate that really fucked Them it up. Go, they, they had plenty of space <laughs> to shoot. This I don't know if you ever played Metal. Of, I don't know if you ever played Medal of Honor, but like it's real difficult to like you know. Actually, those not, were older weapons. <laughs> you feel me? So the spray, you know, it, it didn't yeah, have. They don't shoot straight. Nah, nah, it's different. It's it's different, bro. Uh, so he gets to a phone booth, secures the line, gets in touch with William Brandt. Brandt's like, hey, and what's funny? What's funny about this this whole sequence is he lets Ethan tell him the whole story for William Brandt's like, oh yeah, by the way, I can't do any of those things because IMF no longer exists. Lead with that. <laughs> Lead with the fact that I was just in the committee room. Have you not? <laughs> have you not seen what happens when people try to interrupt Ethan at a payphone after shit goes wrong? He's not <laughs> yeah, listening to you. Right. The list is in the open. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was like, he let him tell the whole story. He was like, look, I was locked up. There's this dude. 
uh, the syndicate is real. And then at the end of it, where's like, my oh, lawyer? By the way, IMF no longer exists. Sorry. <laughs> and he was like, don't worry about it. I'll just disappear for six months. <laughs> he was like, you never talk to me. You ain't seen me. Mostly because the CIA and Alec Baldwin feels like there is no syndicate. Yeah. And it's all actually just Ethan Hunt doing a bunch of crazy shit and just thinking he can get away with it because he's Ethan Hunt. So they want to bring Ethan Hunt in to make him, you know, answer for all these crimes that they assume he's doing. Yeah. Which is so funny because at the end of the last movie, they mentioned the syndicate and that the mission that they're going on is the mission that they referenced about like them having stuff that got stolen from them that they need back. So it's like they're already doing missions that they assume the syndicate has started. For, so for the CIA to be like, nah, you're just making it up. I was like, did they just recover <laughs> some shit that they thought came from the syndicate? So stupid. But anyway, uh, plot's got the plot. Uh, so uh, once we get back in touch with Ethan, they show that he's working out. Again, abs like Jesus, you know what I mean? He's got to keep the, keep up that core. So he showed he's working out, and the, um, Benji has been working for the CIA as well as William Brandt. They've been doing it for six months. They can't seem to find out where uh, Ethan is. They can't lock his location down. And uh, they show, did Halo, did Halo prompt up this fucking movie? Was it like co, uh, what'd you call it, advertising going at the same time? Because they showed it so clearly that he was playing Halo. I was like, did they have like a, a fucking Mission Impossible mission in fucking Halo at one point in time that I just missed because I didn't own an Xbox? I thought that was very weird product placement. <laughs> but, uh. They show Benji playing fucking Halo in the CIA building. Uh, but once that's done, uh, he wins tickets to the opera. He, you hear him listening to the opera on his fucking uh, headphones before that even happens. He thinks he wins tickets to the opera. I thought initially that he believed that Ethan was the one who reached out to him. To come to find out, he did not know yeah, that no. that was Ethan in the beginning. He yeah. takes his gum out and sticks it to the screen because he has to take the... Yeah, he's uh, got to go get, go get a polygraph test that's put on by Alec Baldwin to question him and go, you know where that nigga Ethan is, don't you, little red-headed bitch? And he got to like, <laughs> lie and be like, I don't even fuck with Ethan anymore. He's not my friend. I owe him nothing. <laughs> I have to work for your slimy ass day in, day out. <laughs> I'm better than everyone in here. I'm decoding like data know. more than anyone else here, and all I get is questions about Ethan Hunt. I don't fuck with that nigga. He's a bitch. Like, he's got to go in. <laughs> He said he'd been coming through terabytes, and he said something bite, and I was like, I didn't even know that was a fucking size. <laughs> I had no idea that was another size above Terra. Uh, so he lies, and they show that uh, he lies very well against the polygraph machine. You would think the CIA would have other methods to get the truth, but apparently, no, polygraph, all they need. <laughs> he, and then uh, at that last second, as he's done, a little lie, a little, yeah. just a little bit of a lie, a little tinge yeah. of a lie, a little tinge of a lie. And the Asian lady missed it. Asian lady missed it completely. Because she was so enthralled by his acting, bro. Right. I owe him nothing. <laughs> Come on back. <laughs> Come on back. Uh, then he grabs his gum and starts to chew it again. I thought that was the grossest thing. And then like, just why? gets up and leaves. Like, nigga, your shift over? <laughs> I was like, wait, the CIA just let you off on the weekend? You could just go Yo, to Vietnam? <laughs> When you're white, you can do anything you want to. This nigga works for the CIA. He just took off and went to a whole nother country. <laughs> First of all, his back is to everybody, and he's on Halo with three screens. You tell me the thing. Why aren't they monitoring computers at the CIA <laughs> to know that this nigga be playing Halo all goddamn this, day? This organization is care. trash. I was like, no wonder why you can't find Ethan. You don't even know when niggas is not working on the clock. And niggas just to get to get up from their desk and go to the I opera. love how they try to say, like, we trained Ethan to get away from stuff like this. Exactly. Now train some other niggas to find him. What is he? <laughs> like, well, you know his methods. That's always, that's, 
But that's always a trope. That's in 007. That's in Born. That's in like we trained. Yeah, we I, trained him to do this. Ain't no other niggas as good as him. <laughs> like, right. like you can't who, train who, another nigga to even sniff him out. And how come he didn't train other people as well? Is his trainer dead? Jason right. Bourne is killing all these other guys that are apparently trained as good as him. Apparently not. Oh the power God. of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, well, that's what they kind of tried to introduce in this movie, like the the anti-IMF or the bizarro IMF, and this guy is just as smart, if not smarter, than Ethan. That's what they yeah. tried to purvey for this. Oh, this yeah, movie. what we, we kind of skipped was at, right after the whole, once the first thing we see with them trying to catch Ethan is Ethan doing push-ups and pull-ups with a really scraggly fucking beard, mm-hmm. uh, looking like denounced Jesus. Yep, and, thank you. <laughs> and they're sending a team after him. He's supposed, where are they at, in Cuba? Yeah, they're, they're in Cuba, Cuba and they're 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 about to do the raid of his place. And of course, they're doing the whole shot. That this is this is a pretty burnt out shot of like it really back is. And forth it's such a tired him trope, training I, I and him running into the building, and it's going shot for shot. And then once they get into the building, they realize he's in a completely different place. Mm-hmm. He looks out the window of where he's at. He's like in Paris. He's in Paris. They're in yeah. Cuba, and of course, Brant is like yeah. And they, <laughs> when they look at the they look at the board, they see the pictures of all these deceased agents from other. Uh, high intelligence agencies around the world on this board that Ethan had and all these circled events and all these things that have happened. Yeah. Which he wanted them to find, obviously, uh, for his team and crew to pinpoint mm-hmm. uh, who these people are. So Benji goes to the fucking opera thinking that, oh, <laughs> I just really want tickets to the opera. How do you... You work for the CIA. <laughs> he You're one of the opera. smartest people. How do you just believe you just won He's opera proud tickets? of every opera. <laughs> so odd. But uh, some some dude, some indiscriminate dude, just walks up with an envelope, gives him some glasses. They're apparently like Google Google glasses of the future because it has like a clear audio mic, <laughs> uh, a screen and built inside. But he's talking to Ethan. Ethan's telling him, he's like, hey, I didn't want to involve you as much as I did, but I didn't have no choice. The guy that I'm after, he's going to be here tonight. I'm certain of it. We got to stop him from doing whatever they, he wants to do. And they realize the prime minister is there. He was like, did you know he was going to be there? Didn't know he was going to be there. Funny how you didn't know that. And then he was like, nice tux. And I let him know that I can I can fucking see you. Uh, so he he breaks into it's it's also it's also really funny how how easy it is for you just to break into things at any given moment. There's always like a security room that should be the most secure area in the entire building. And just no one's there. <laughs> it's just empty. Uh, so Benji's able to break into the part of the room that's able to uh, access and, and get control of all the lights and fixtures and all that bullshit that's in the play. Um, hacks into a back channel. I do. I will say this was pretty fucking cool tech where it was a book. Like it looked like the playbook. And when he opens it up, it was like a laptop. And the screen and the letters faded away. I thought that was fucking dope as shit. Uh, yeah. He really just wants Benji to help him tag and ID this dude that he hasn't been able to get his hands on since. All he has is this rough, unsolved mystery sketch of what this book looks like. <laughs> And it once they tag him, once they tag him, Benji can go back. No one's the wiser. You just go back from your Vienna trip. Everything's cool. Yeah. So. Um, Ethan's walking around. Can't quite figure out uh, where anybody's at waiting for Benji. Benji amazingly cuts camera <laughs> from the because at first he's just going through like the audience. And I was like, there is so many people there. You're doing one face at a time. That takes fucking forever. <laughs> forever. But it, but. Well, as he's doing that, he just knows to switch cameras to the hallway, finds a dude that kind of looks like who Ethan's looking for. Ethan rushes to that, starts following him around. Then he sees, then we get a low angle shot of a woman in yellow. I mean, a low angle shot. She looked really good in that shot, by the way. She did. They had a very deceptive booty shot for her. (laughs) They made it seem like Paula Patton was back. That's what I was like. That was like I was like, she got a credit. Maybe that was Paula Patton that, <laughs> that actually came out. Paula, fill in real quick. Car. Paula, 
Come on. Because <laughs> I was like, she is not that filled out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she, she looks amazing in that shot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, oh, God. Uh, I was going to say, oh, the shot would make Michael Bay, you know, feel good. You know what I mean? You would think Michael Bay stepped into the booth. He's like, no, lower. <laughs> lower angles. <laughs> you got to know how to really shoot it. Lower, game. Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she gets in there and then we find out that these people have just the best, I mean, the best weapon instrument designers of all time. <laughs> I mean, these weapon Ooh. instruments are not from Ikea. You know what I mean? <laughs> they got that fucking single issue bullets, yeah. <laughs> single issue bullets. That they can, it don't even cock and load. It just, you just drop the bullet in, <laughs> you just drop it in. That shit was like a pest dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. It's so loose that during the fight with Ethan, it just pops out. <laughs> well, no, there was it, there was a yeah, and there was a bunch of bullets too, and they all just go flying because he only loads one into it. Yeah, yeah, he only loads one bullet. She has, she has. Oh, she pulls off like a piece of pipe, a uh, stage pipe, and that turns into a fucking sniper. I was like, what the? F-? All right, y'all wilding out with some of these gadgets. <laughs> it's getting a little outrageous, but with three D printing now, you know anything's possible. They're way ahead of the time. Uh, so Ethan's Ethan sees her for like a slight bit. Can't can't chase her though. Uh, has starts to chase this guy. Catches him up in the rafters. Uh, Benji's having problems with the fucking tech, and uh, Ethan hops down to get this guy. And this guy stands up, and it's like the first time you ever see Ethan being towered over. Well, by yeah, anybody. yeah, because <laughs> Ethan Ethan like tackles the guy down, and as they're rolling around grabbing the gun, they, Ethan stands up, and this guy keeps standing up. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, Ooh, he's like, oh shit. Which I leads gotta... to one of my favorite parts in the movie as this goes on too. Yeah, um, he, now they're they're fighting on top of that. This is always something that's weird to me when people are fighting on like skinny surfaces. I was like, there's no fucking yeah. way. There's no also, fucking way. I don't care how loud the music is. I'd hear that shit. <laughs> I don't care how loud this shit is that's going on. They're but while this is happening, bubbles. while they're going at it. Uh, you see that in the book that the girl has, there's a note that they're waiting for in the play to attempt yeah. to shoot this this prime minister, prime minister of sorts that's in this this uh, this this box yeah. watching the play. And while she's up there, there's another guy, another blonde random man who also goes <laughs> in this control booth area, takes out some people, and Benji sees that. So Benji is like, "Ah, shit, Ethan, I can't even talk to Ethan right now. I gotta go after her. Yeah, I, I gotta go after this guy who's in the little control booth thing." So Ethan's fighting with this dude. He ends up back on the other scaffolding. <laughs> and he's up. He, he's like lower. And then it somehow gets raised to the same level as the dude he's just fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude starts walking up to him. And he's just like, man, one minute, one man. Minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, Give me a minute. Hold on, man. <laughs> Give me a minute. Come on, Because that's how real fights happen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, just give me a minute. Hold up, man. Fuck. All right. Come on, me, dog. Let's get it going. I love how the first time Ethan kicks him, nothing happens, but the second time works like a charm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the first, because the, he softened him. He softened, yeah. it's, like in, it's like in Rocky Four, the first body shots, Drago's eating nose. Yeah, you know he softened up the body after a while. You know he's not a machine; he's a man. Oh, the, so. What's so funny about that is that they're on the fucking the railing. He like uh-huh. double pump kicks him and then just lands back on the railing with no problems. Dog, no, the force alone would have pushed you. Off the railing. No, There's don't no worry. No way you're gonna land back. Somehow he knocks old boy off the railing. He falls to his death. No thud. No nothing. <laughs> just silent. Not a not a noise, right? Because this play oh, is going on. Yeah, yeah. Every, he didn't scream. Nobody heard no yelling. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So Ethan Super now has 
the gun. Yeah. Uh, that and he's seeing, oh shit, they're gonna try to snipe this dude from multiple angles. Yeah. And but he can't shoot the pretty woman. That's he doesn't want to shoot her. So what yeah. he decides to do is, which is a smart move, he yeah. wings the the prime minister in the arm. Yeah. Wow, it's a little little flesh wound on him, so that when they attempt <laughs> to shoot him, they're gonna miss. So in that commotion, as that's going on, he tries to run after old girl, and Benji's fighting with the other guy, and it's it's a mess. Uh, and, I know a way out. Why are you yeah, still helping? Basically, her? <laughs> yeah. And then after it took a couple of minutes, but then they finally go, hey, "Yo, we got to shut the play down." <laughs> it took a couple of minutes <laughs> for them to shut the play down. And the prime minister, oh, it's a flesh when we good. Let's go finish the play. Like, so they, nothing, they shut it down to a real nigga. B. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, Betty, don't kudos to him. Kudos yeah. to him. Yeah, don't uh, even hurt. And Ethan, yeah, I, I got, I can get us a way out. And like, cause they're trying to shut down the building. And all it is, his way out is, I'm gonna grab this rope and use my tie to, to straddle my hand, and we're gonna jump off this roof one time and climb down like PE. Yeah. And that's what they do. They knock down a whole pole fixture. No one hears that either. Yeah. And as they're walking along, Benji pulls up in the whip, like, yo, get in. Who this bitch? And as they're doing that, the prime no, minister's that, driving. Yeah. You the prime it. minister's driving by, and his wife's like, if anything would have happened to you, he's like, baby. These niggas don't want no smoke. Boom. His car <laughs> right? I got to admit, when this part happened, I was like, oh, fuck. I was yeah, like, damn, his, I did not see that coming. His whip blew up like the Godfather. And <laughs> now they're all in the whip running around and they're trying to question old girl. But of course, Ethan's like, she's sexy. I trust her. Yeah. And, and Benji's, <laughs> Essentially. Like, Benji's like, get this bitch out the core. Right. <laughs> right? Immediately. We have a tail. Somebody's following us. And I know. Well, actually, at first, yeah, Benji. At first, Benji was like, oh, no, we got to take her in. We got to take her in. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, no, you have to let me go. We have to make it seem like you guys kidnapped me. If I'm not back, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be a problem. And she gives, she takes this lipstick. And she's like, it's a very rare shade. It's very hard to get. And basically says, like, you'll know how to find me. You know what I'm saying? I got to go back to him now and continue this ruse. Because Ethan's yeah. like, are you British intelligence? And she doesn't say anything, but it's kind of assumed. Yeah. Ethan's, so trying, that, to make, Ethan's trying to make it seem like he's not a nasty nigga, but he really was. Yeah, he was, he was feeling her up. Feeling, feeling yeah. her up. <laughs> what do you got I know you, there? I know you moved by now, Ethan. There? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, I know yeah, you so, moved now, Ethan. So she tumbles out of the car very aggressively. <laughs> they leave, and she gets questioned by Lane. Uh, be a man and saying, do it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you're going to send someone to kill me, be a man and do it yourself. And he picks up the I'll, gun and shoots the guy behind her for some reason. Like, he, it, maybe he know, owed money. I don't know. The blocking of this scene is really fucked up because the way he angles the gun at her, he clearly shot her. Like, he didn't twist the gun to turn it because, like, she was cl- not angled correctly. I was like, and all right. She I was staring dead at him. Yeah, I was like, I get what you're trying to do, but it, she, he clearly shot her. <laughs> I'd much rather have had a, like, a thing where, like, it shot both of them. Or like it winged her, but also shot him. I don't even like. All right, that's cooler. <laughs> Versus like him, this physics just doesn't match up. Not at all. Continue. Okay, but uh, so we get past that scene, and uh, Ethan meets back. She up basically with, says, "Ethan will find me. I've made yeah. it so that he's gonna find me. I don't have to find him again. He's gonna come to me." Yeah. He knows uh, about the he knows about the building that we've been trying to infiltrate, but he doesn't know anything else. But he'll he'll find me. Basically, is what she says. Yeah. Uh, they use the lipstick, which happens to be a, 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 a USB drive. Come to find out the location of where she currently is. So her, uh, uh, Ethan and Benji go to Casablanca uh, to locate where she is. And then this is, of course, the scene where you have to sexualize the woman uh, character. So she comes out in a full... She's, she's just swimming. 
just having a good time in the pool, swimming, gets out in her full bathing suit, looks at Ethan and like, later, right? Later me and you, because we're the main characters, right? <laughs> later this is going to be a thing, correct? Ethan. Uh, yeah. So uh, she, they go over the st- the status and uh, the stats of like this is what I'm dealing with and this is what we have to do. It's impossible. Pretty much, he's trying to get to this this flash drive of sorts, this information, this data and information that is in this heavily, heavily, heavily guarded place. You can't go in from above. All the vents are like these rounded pipes and tubes you can't get through. It's twelve feet of concrete on all the walls and the floors. Yeah. In order to really get into this building, you have to infiltrate, have somebody go in and infiltrate and pretend to be somebody else or get their information uploaded into the system to pretend to be somebody who actually works there and has access to this computer lab to get these files. But in order to do that, you have to go in like underground in some like water fucking like infinity pool thing and, sw- <laughs> and swap out the data information in order to even make it so that it seems like you are in the system. Otherwise, as soon as you try to have an area that's not just camera based, it's also based it knows your mannerisms the way you walk all that stuff it can yeah. gauge all of that so if you if you start walking through this area and you're off it'll immediately beep they come and get you you're out of there also though what a, what a flawed system because what if i fucking bumped my toe earlier that day and i just limp a little <laughs> so i'm still gonna get knocked <laughs> i'm just gonna get fucked up because yeah, i stumped my toe earlier that morning what the fuck absolutely absolutely fucking nuts but i, I love the scene though because they're going over it and they said in order for uh, it, it will shut down if any type of metal goes through the system. And uh, they was like, well, so you, so you just have to hold your breath. breath. And they was like, how long do we have to do it? And he was like, two minutes. And he was like, well, two minutes is a long time. I also have to get the, I, have to, I also have to switch the, the file out. And he was like, okay, so three minutes. You could do that easy. No problem. And you can see the, yeah, like, the concern like, on this nigga's face. You can do that. You think you can do that with ease. Yeah, he got but it. Yeah. There's, a, there's a woman present, so he was like, I ain't about to be no bitch because yeah, I'm going yeah. to get, get my dick sucked later by her. So I'm, I, not, I, I'm not about I to act like I can't yet. hold my breath yeah. for three minutes. I ain't no pussy. I, I, I ain't <laughs> fucked yet, so you know, I got to show how I get down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I dive in it, I dive in it. You feel you me? You know what I mean? I got to show her what's up. You feel me? She going to get this cock tonight. You know what I'm saying? Wet. She's going to get this impossible mission cock. The IMC is in full effect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, shit. So, and I'm trying uh, to IM fuck. <laughs> and before that, you actually see her training uh, to try to get to the two minute mark, and she's always just off. She's off by like a few minutes. Yeah, she can't uh, do it with the oxygen or the breathing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's this little cool, like, flask thing, or not this arm band thing that she uses to, like, kind of test her oxygen. The gauge is how much oxygen you have left over in what span of time. Yeah, yeah. so Benji is going to play the guy. He desperately wants to wear a mask. He doesn't get a chance to wear the mask. He still doesn't wear a mask. <laughs> I love that they showed us, like, the new technology for the mask, and it was like, yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> We're not gonna he got to put it on, but... He did know. get to put it on eventually. But then again, we have another... I would say IMF has cooler tech than James Bond. Like, a lot of the tech they have in there has been a lot cooler than I've seen in the James Bond movies. So he has like this. Don't get me on you. He has this ring that he's able to put on. So there's three levels of uh, security locks. And he uses his ring to figure out what the locks are. So and he's using mm-hmm. the phone. Also, the phone uses like this really cool like 3D graphic for like unlocking a key. I thought that was really fucking dope. I don't understand how. Well, it the works. first thing <laughs> he did was he jammed their system because they couldn't figure out who he was. Obviously, he's trying to sneak in. They don't have yeah. any of the files. And then once they told him, "Hey, yo, we're in. We're good." This nigga just unjams it and opens the whole fucking gate for him. Yeah. Like, oh, look, look, my ID card worked. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes off. <laughs> I was like, "Nah, you get shot for that." Absolutely. You know, just like a drive by. Uh, so he's going through each gate, but by the time he gets to the third gate, 
Ethan has to already have the stuff switched out because uh, otherwise the thing will shock him and it'll be fucking done. So uh, Ethan drops in, goes through the water. They sh- she shuts down uh, all the panels so there's no water coming in. Uh, he's inside. There's stuff. There's uh, levers and stuff moving around all in mm-hmm. uh, circular motion. Uh, so he's trying to get it un- unhooked so he can switch out the yeah. plates. And one of the fucking things knocks his yeah. ass. As he <laughs> Basically, as he got it open, he pulls out the other disc. Right when he's turning, he looks and boom, he gets hit by the by the, the spinning arm, and he drops both discs. And as that's happening, the, the the technicians for this place decide to actually do their fucking job, and they actually <laughs> turn the system back on because that's what you should do in these fucking situations. Yeah, it took five movies, but that's yeah. what you should do. How's like, oh, like, oh, people? Shit, there's smart people off. in this office. <laughs> Let's plug this shit back up. Yeah. <laughs> so they get it started again. So now he's in this this raging whirlpool thing. She can't override it anymore. And he's just getting, you know, tossed like a salad. And he's trying to get to these discs at the bottom. And he's running out of oxygen. He's running different out Different type of dressing on that salad. Shout out to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's a lot of juices. And he, he, get, he finally gets to the discs because Benji's getting close to the door. And now he's got to figure out which one it is. So he basically just guesstimates like, fuck it. I'm going to just put this one. He puts it in and Benji gets through. So Benji's clear. So now he's trying to get out. So now he gets to the little the lever door, but he's running out of oxygen. He's trying to pull through. And eventually he's like, man, I got to I gotta admit, out. I was on the edge of my seat during this when he was like at the last yeah. door. Yeah. And, and he and Ethan passes out. I did yeah. not. I should have expected her to jump in, but I did not. I was like, damn, how are they really going to get him out of this? Yeah. And she yeah. fucking dives in and, and saves him. I, thought, I was like, yeah, that's, boy, that's, I that's, Woo. That's, uh, <laughs> it's called that's called stakes mission impossible Four. Yeah. so uh <laughs> so <laughs> she comes in saves him looks pretty good doing it gets yeah. him out of there she gives him hit him with the defibrillators pop, pop, pop. come back to life ethan you know what i'm yeah. saying just like the last movie or the third movie <laughs> i should say and so benji's like we did it bro we did it bruv bruv we did it brah <laughs> and as he's celebrating she says she's going to get defib- naked naked I'm about to defibrillate the whole back of your sides. Of just bah, bah. I like how, Ethan, I like how Ethan, was, Ethan was damn near unconscious, but still had enough time to look over at that ass. Absolutely. <laughs> like he was taking his shirt off. Absolutely. He was like, I, I'm not going to be unconscious for this. <laughs> I'm going to be totally conscious when I finally get the fuck. And so, <laughs> so she takes the flash drive. and's like, all right, deuces, my niggas. I'm out. Uh, we also kind of skipped Luther getting involved in it. Yeah, yeah, Luther gets involved. William so, Brandt yeah, Brant calls in Luther, who's like, nigga, I don't even know you like that, my guy. I met you yeah. one time. That was I will, it. I will fuck and he was like, listen, <laughs> they're going to kill Ethan if they catch Ethan now. They're after Ethan. After the whole bombing in, you know, with the, the the prime minister, they think Ethan did it. They think Benji's in on it. So now it's like shoot to kill orders. So you got to help us. So he's like, he's looking at these pictures. He's like, look, I can find anybody off these pictures. He knows this girl. He doesn't really know that dude that well. They face scan. They find out who she is. They realize where she's at in Casablanca. So they take off to go try to find Ethan. So now Ethan's trying to get up and try to grab a vehicle to try to chase down uh, Faust because she's leaving on a motorcycle with the biker boys, including Mm -hmm. Luke. And as she's trying to take off, they hop in a whip. They try to take off and they actually smash into Brant and Luther. They find them by complete accident. And then he takes off. (laughs) What a coincidence. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead and continue that, sir. Go ahead and continue. Uh, so as they're as they're driving through, uh, we have a really actually a really dope uh, high speed chase with her on the motorcycle and Ethan uh, chasing it down with Benji and the BMW. Now he yep. just came back to life, so Benji's like, "Hey man, you just were dead like ten seconds ago. Are you sure you should be driving?" He was like, "Yeah, I got it. This pussy is something I got to chase." <laughs> so have you ever tri- thought that I just? You ever thought that I'm the one who just wanted to fuck? <laughs> 
Uh, so he, the power, the power of vagina uh, brings him back to, to his that man is pushing P. <laughs> <laughs> and he's driving through the the, the streets of Casablanca, uh, trying to get drunk as shit. <laughs> All the other uh, motorcycle oh, agents man. are fucking chasing that him. And, starving. Uh, <laughs> Ethan. Ethan is doing some uh, some wonderful uh, car foo. As we've seen him done in multiple movies now where he's able to use a car as a weapon, <laughs> turn it in left to right and sideways to uh, knock a lot of these guys off, even though they have guns and yeah. he doesn't. <laughs> Ty Cardo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Knocks a lot of these guys off, but they just keep coming. Uh, the girl's still getting chased by one of them. Ethan is able to split up three of them. Takes out all three, slices and dices them up with the vehicle. Slices and dice. <laughs> smashes them up in a couple uh, different odd scenarios. The BMW though, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? It's it's oh, it can take a ton of damage. This BMW, which we know, uh, not until not real. he decides <laughs> to just drive it off of something. Now we've seen Ethan get into some crazy shit and survive. This has got to be one of the wildest fucking things I've seen him fucking survive. He does <laughs> a full on hundred mile to the balls to the wall reverse drive off a cliff, off a ledge. And then looks at Benji and says, hang on. <laughs> I'm about to kill you. <laughs> Just how you had to see because <laughs> death is coming. <laughs> and fucking this car flips backwards five to six times. Perfect somersault. This BMW could have been in the Olympics, okay? It did that many backflips perfectly. Stuck landing. Yeah, stuck landing. <laughs> and then landed. Perfect. Everything's fine. Everybody's alive. Nobody, no cuts or bruises or <laughs> anything on these people. Uh, he's not disoriented in any sort of way. As he lands, one of the drivers. It's so funny that when this stuff happens. Like it's always at this moment that the bad guy wants to take their time. <laughs> like he gets off the motorcycle, then unholsters the gun, walks up to where you can see the white of fucking Ethan's eyes, pulls out the gun, <laughs> and then gets slammed by the jeep that uh, William Brandt and <laughs> Luther is in. You, why do none of these people have peripheral awareness? Like when it's not convenient, you can't see this huge ass Jeep racing towards you like <laughs> this empty parking lot. Like it's not a Tesla, <laughs> nigga. It has an engine. Like you can hear it, bro. <laughs> so fucking crazy. But yeah, he knocks. Of course, he knocks it out. Uh, Benji wakes up, all distressed and confused, but he's ultimately fine. He just, even though he did five backflips on a vehicle, uh, and Ethan gets out, steals the motorcycle, goes to take off after the girl. Eventually, catches up. She. I don't know why Ethan keeps fucking trying to save these people. This woman has tried to kill him on multiple occasions. So he, he's chasing her down the road. They have a, a motorcycle chase scene. Ethan scrapes his knee on the fucking thing, which I feel like was real. <laughs> the, his reaction was too <laughs> was too good for it not to be real, where he scrapes his knee across the fucking asphalt. Uh, but she pulls out in the middle of the street because she knows he's going to fucking veer off, slams into the fucking ground. She gets on her motorcycle. Doesn't say sorry. You know what I mean? Just fucking gets on the motorcycle, takes off. Uh, help me out. What happens after this? What happens after this scene? When she goes to give the flash drive to old boy. Oh, to her handler, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's so we get introduced to her handler. This evil prick uh, is telling her that, hey, look, you having this is not what I care about. <laughs> I need you to get in to the syndicate like I told you to. You can't come back. And she was like, I have what you asked for. Like, we have proof that the syndicate exists. And she was like, I don't want that. I want the syndicate itself. I want the guy behind it. You need to get back yeah. in. And it's so basically, basically a red box. So, yeah, not a rental service. Correct. However, 
this basically is a no one can really get into this like except for Ethan's the, like damn we can't get into this the only person who can get into it is the prime minister of the UK and that's when they see the, they do the maths in their head and they realize oh shit Lane is going to try to take the prime minister and Brant is like hey yo we should alert British intelligence about this and Ethan no let's just, just think about this for a second let's think about this and Brant's like what are you talking about we gotta tell him so we got a better chance of saving him no, we're gonna do this we're gonna catch him our way and they're like dog you just want to catch you're just upset keep... because somebody finally beat you he's like yeah, do you think this is a consecutive measuring contest you think this is a cock measuring contest this is about me and my cock size <laughs> My cock's taller than me, buddy. That's pretty much what he said. <laughs> I got a cock like and, Jesus, like my. And ass. pretty much, they uh, they all kind of cave to the whim of Ethan Hunt, as they always do. <laughs> and the nigga's always right. Yeah, and so and also her handle's like, yeah, you got to go back, B. You know what I'm saying? So send yeah. his, put her back on a blade. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so she goes back. I know why you came back. <laughs> and pretty much is like. We need to kill Ethan Hunt and get the, the disc and da, 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 da. <laughs> You're gonna help me do and it. <laughs> so they set up a meet in like a train station or some shit. And of course Luther, Brant, Benji, they're all in different areas and Ethan's chilling with her. She's like basically like going over the plans of like what could happen. And of course she ends it with, Oh, we could run away together. And all like, all the options. Luther was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Luther was the only one that recognized like this nigga is weak for pussy. Like he's this going. Nigga, to, this could be an option he takes. <laughs> his one weakness. And uh, <laughs> I like, like that nah, he's the only fam. one that recognizes it. <laughs> yeah, but she, he was, you know, Ethan. Nah, fam. I'm trying to get this nigga Lane up out of here. I know you got a message. The niggas for me. always know. Yeah. <laughs> and the message was just like a like a like a fucking like a jamming device that like messed up their, all their earpieces. Uh, they realize, oh shit, they got Benji, the bone doctor. <laughs> the bone <laughs> doctor. <laughs> got to Benji. Terrible name. <laughs> in the parking lot. She run the, they say, hey, yo, Luther, stay with her. Luther's like 50 feet away, big dog. Right. <laughs> Luther try to run. She literally just wait for two people to go by and boop, yeah. Pulls a Naruto. <laughs> uh, and pretty much Lane says, in order to get your friend back, I need you to get the red box open for me in the next 12 hours. So by midnight or whatever, you got to open up the, the red box. So in other words, y'all got to go get the prime minister and open up this red box. And Brand's like, all right, my nigga, listen, it's over. And he's like, no, we got to get Benji. We got to do it for the team. We don't leave our friends behind. <laughs> and uh, Brand's like, oh, okay. All right. Hey, yo, I'm going to make a phone call. I'm going to be right back. With it. I, I gotta go so snitch he, real, real fast. Hey, yo, hold, just stay right there. Stay right there, real quick. Yeah, right, and so leave, leave your location on. And he uh, he goes and he calls Alec Baldwin, who's on a plane. And he basically says, "Hey, yo, they about to do some wild shit. You got to turn your plane. Come over here. I'm in London, B. That's all you get right now. Just pull up on my friend alive." So Alec Baldwin pulls up. They're at this event, this gala of sorts, and prime minister's there. The leader of what, what what is his organization is he mi6 what does that do yeah MI6. British dude? yeah, yeah. British he, he's leader of that and basically he's told alec Baldwin the whole plan alec Baldwin was like where is he then you know we got to bring him in the night can't wait with my dick hard thing about bringing this nigga in. <laughs> and so they, they go meet the cox rock hard i want to shoot you so bad my cock is hard <laughs> you know the, the edits if you put it in like black movies yeah put it in, in fucking new jack city yeah. uh so they go, they meet up with the, the MI6 dude, and they're like, yo, we got to talk to you. This is the whole plan. It's the whole layout. So they go get the prime minister. The prime minister comes to this room, and he's, the, the dude from MI6 is like, yo, is my, like, my no bitch is out here, son. Why you pull me open th- this door. 
No one comes in here. Mm. <laughs> so they lock up the door and they basically say, yo, listen, this nigga, this nigga Ethan Hunt, he a motherfucking menace, you feel me? He's coming for you. You, yo, you know, and Alec Baldwin said, he's destiny manifested. <laughs> he is destiny manifested. Yeah, I right, like, Stop sucking his cock. He believes so that there's something called the syndicate out there. And the prime minister goes, He's not talking about that syndicate, is he? <laughs> like, <laughs> one of the dumbest lines. In the- you know, was like that syndicate, do you? He's like, what other was like, oh, sir, I, I do declare. What do you mean? And he looks at the prime. He looks at the MI6 dude. Like, I thought I told you that project wasn't gonna happen. And then, of course, they go into the whole spill of the dude from MI6 came up with the idea of the syndicate, where they were going to basically have a rogue nation of agents, these disavowed agents who were presumed dead, that would work without really any confines that could take care of enemies at home or abroad. And the only person who would have, like, the say-so on what they did was the prime minister. He's like, I was told it's never got out of the testing phase. I never approved it. And in my six, man, this is all, oh, oh. <laughs> So, and now, like, Bowen's like, oh, shit, the syndicate's real. Because the whole movie was real. <laughs> they were right the whole time. So, of course, once that happens, you know, Mask got to come off. Fuck yeah. mask off. <laughs> mask off. Play future. Q future yeah. right now. Mask and the mask comes off. You realize it's Ethan pretending to be the dude from MI6. He shoots a dart thing into the prime, prime minister. minister. It's like a truth, truth serum scissor. slash neutralizer thing. I don't know. It's whatever they shot Ace Ventura with. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and when nature calls. In his legs. And... <laughs> Basically, Alec Baldwin was like, oh, shit, oh, And Brant, like, goes like, look, this is the plan now, all right? You just Do the hero here. U.S. and British so the, relations. Yeah. They let the, the actual MI6 dude comes in. They, they knock him down. They get all the information they need. And they basically say, look, you're going to be the hero here. You saved the prime minister from this dirty fuck right here. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? We're just going to go about our merry way and get rid of get rid of the syndicate you didn't say existed. And then I'm going to get some pussy when I get home. Right. And Alec Baldwin's just like, all right, fine, nigga, damn. Continue. I'm going to get some Faust fucking. Uh, so. <laughs> it's in my future. I can see it. Uh, so they set up the they set up the meet. They have uh, you see Benji. Uh, basically get set up they put the contact lens in him and they also set him up with some explosives uh him yeah the bone him. doctor is apparently also the bomb doctor because <laughs> when they have benji they're like get him ready and benji looks over like oh man it's not my bones <laughs> yeah they're gonna be not, not my they're, bones they're gonna be doctored but in actuality they just put a, <laughs> it's with a bomb in this nigga <laughs> <laughs> ain't break not near a bone in this whole movie. This nigga's bone. They kept saying the bone doctor. This nigga ain't touched a bone not this one nigga, time. <laughs> this nigga didn't cause a splint, <laughs> a fracture. Touch, he ain't touched his own bone. Not one bone has been that hurt. Nigga doctor, that nigga ain't cause a sprain. <laughs> the whole goddamn. Movie. What a fucking terrible fucking character. They built no wonder the they thought he was doctor. dead. No wonder they thought that nigga was out. <laughs> this terrible ass agent. Oh shit! So <laughs> they have Benji sitting at the fucking restaurant table with with Faust sits down. He's got an earpiece in, and the fucking Lane is is giving his his villain speech uh, through Benji. And uh, by this time, uh, Ethan has already hacked into the the red the red box with the help of getting the Prime Minister's uh, eye scan and fingerprint uh, validation. So he knows the whole thing. Uh, the list basically connects uh, the prime minister to millions and billions of dollars of pounds uh, for them to run their operation for decades uh, as the syndicate. So it's very important that uh, Lane gets this information. So he basically threatens Ethan, uh, saying that I'll blow, I'll kill everyone here 
unless uh, you know you give me what I what I'm looking for. I want that fucking. Give me what I want. <laughs> and Ethan says, he's like, how about this? I, he's like, you want to play games? I'll play games. <laughs> and Benji said, like, nigga, I'm about to die. <laughs> Can you please stop fucking around? My right life now? is on the line, bro. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so he signs off on a fucking password to get $50 million for Benji's life. Tests it out, sees it as real. He was like, I still want the fucking list. And he was like, I am the list. <laughs> Ethan is in the open. <laughs> I am the The Ethan's in like, the open. <laughs> I've I've memorized I've memorized the entire fucking list. I am the list. And he was like, You could you can like you can believe me, or we can end it all now and you'll never get the syndicate off the ground. Uh so he fucking shuts it down, which in movies I've never seen, shuts it down at at point sixteenth of a second, <laughs> not not even one second left. I was like, ah, oh, good good on you, movie, for, for really cutting it to the the fucking razor uh, razor edge of what the this razor's could be. edge. Yeah. Uh, so he stops it, stops the timer, and uh, they let Benji go. Benji curses out fucking Ethan for being an asshole, uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> you selfish <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and then this is where something odd happens. They still try to capture Ethan. And shoot at him. And I was like... Well, they said, kill her, kill yeah. the girl, kill Faust. Won't be no Faust fucking tonight. Yeah. And bring me Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. So they go running. And it just so happens that everybody in this cafe and street is all wearing black. <laughs> everybody just so happens to be wearing black this day. It's London blackout night. <laughs> and they escape into the crowd, start racing through uh, racing through, and all the uh, Bone Doctor and whatnot are chasing them. The uh, Bone Doctor! You forgot about the, the, I thought it was kind of cool, the little shootout thing where it was, they were like, they were handing oh, when the he was gun using, back and forth to yeah, each other, and yeah, she yeah, would yeah, like yeah, tap mm-hmm. his back, but somebody was behind him. I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. I thought that, it I was well was choreographed. Cool. Yeah, uh, speaking of, yeah. Speaking you hear of which, that MI4? <laughs> speaking of which, we do get a well choreographed fight scene between uh, Faust and the Bone Doctor himself. They pull out the, the Bone Doctor! <laughs> They pull out knives and start fighting. And as this fight was going on, I was <laughs> That's like... That's not a bone. <laughs> it's a bone. A bone. <laughs> it was so funny about this, this fight scene. And I was like, damn, this is PG-13? <laughs> I was like, there's some, some heavy violence in this fight scene going on right now. Because he was beating her ass. <laughs> and she was fighting in a trench coat like fucking Trinity. Uh, so she finally gets the advantage of him, stabs him in the fucking heart. He fuck goes down. And he's like, no, I didn't get to crack any bones. <laughs> he fuck goes down and dies. Uh, Ethan eventually gets uh, Lane fucking finds him and moves on this nigga like Jason just slow walks <laughs> so they can <laughs> still sh- still shooting at him which I'm thinking in my head I was like you need him alive <laughs> why are you still shooting at this nigga uh, he shoots he finds an abandoned building uh, shoots at the window Ethan smashes through the window sees an opening falls to the opening as he still again is shooting to kill on <laughs> fucking Ethan when he needs this nigga alive <laughs> Uh, so he finds Ethan, he looks down into the, uh, the pit, hops down, and says some evil villainy shit. I've got you now, Ethan. (laughs) You know what happens to bad little fishies that wiggle through the net. (laughs) And that's when, uh, fucking William Brandt, uh, Hawkeye, and, uh, Luther all fucking put him into this fucking glass, uh, container box. I still mm-hmm. I gotta rewatch reminiscent this to the box that he was that he, he was trapped in to. yeah in the in the uh, record shop because did he run into the window is that how it happened because I was like when did they close the box because <laughs> there there was clearly there was there was clearly no fixture there when he fell down so I thought that was kind of weird 
But anyway, he gets stuck in the box. Oh, I he don't can't. think I don't think anything was closed. I think when he stepped at yeah. a certain point, all four closed all in front four of him, and then yeah. closed behind him, and then and okay, they did okay, the sides. Okay. Yeah, they that did part the sides was I was rewinded it. I was like, nah, I don't feel like it. But like I was like, <laughs> like how, he's, I was like, he's how walking, <laughs> he's walking and closes in front of him. He turns around and it closes behind them, and then they all close. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's okay, when all okay. the other all the other members, team members, yeah. come up. And then they gas that nigga up, gas that nigga like he did Ethan. Yeah, I like how he still tried to get on the window. Pushes over the box into like this this smoky ass box into the thing. Like, Fuck that nigga. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they have him captured. Uh, we get a scene where, uh, uh, which called Alec Baldwin is basically telling the the the, co- the commission <laughs> that hey hey look, hey I players would... fuck up my bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> it turns out the Mission Impossible Force they kind of they kind of on some shit. You know what I mean? I saw him do some impossible shit. Mission. Yeah, you know what I mean. They... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I thought, you know, the first couple records weren't great, but it turns out the album is good. <laughs> they put out classic hits. I skipped the year, first few, you know. Year after I, year. I fucked up. I was wrong. He was like, you spent all your time six months ago saying that they were all silent producer? Watch yourself. <laughs> Look, watch yourself. Uh, he was like, what? He was like, why? <laughs> he was like, why? <laughs> what? Why did you want to that wasn't even. <laughs> I don't know what the problem. Was. Why you shoot at that nigga? That nigga mind his own business. Heard, heard this nigga. That wasn't him. That wasn't him. No. Oh, I thought it was him. I'm sorry. I take it back. <laughs> God, there's cameras, nigga. Like uh, that wasn't I, him. I, when I heard it, I thought I, heard, I thought that was him that moved. I'm sorry. He said, I "Ready, the, fire, aim." Yeah. yeah. That sounded real Latino. He said that cough sounded real Latino. Right? That was I'm not sorry. this nigga, bro. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cock it at you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> They get IMF reinstated, and then Alec Wallen becomes the fucking uh, new Secretary of Defense or whatever the fuck the new Secretary. The new and, uh, Alec, the new Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened to him? Did he get fired in between movies? After after they saved him life, they just got rid of him completely. That, that was fucked up. It happened. Well, I mean, they got rid of Anthony characters. Hopkins quick. They they get rid of everybody, so they ain't just black. Was he doing him. Matrix at the time? Is that why he couldn't be there? Hell no! It was like 2011. You're gonna, you're gonna watch, you're gonna watch MI6 and be like, wait, what happened to him? Hey, don't <laughs> exactly. talk about it. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, so he, uh, Alec Baldwin becomes a new secretary. IMF is back and stated, and that is Fallout, Mission Impossible. Five. Rogue Nation. Yep, and six just gets more fun. I gotta admit, this is probably the best one so far, and I really enjoy number four. These I, four. I think unlike the first three are these four feel more like a trilogy in that it seems like the line between these four movies seemed a little bit more succinct than the first three, which is which just seemed like this is the same group of people, but they're just dealing with different things. in well, each of these, movies. these three still have all the same director. Yeah. yeah. So you have you have villains that are in all of these movies. You have people who are in all three that show up in various ways. So they're called. That's why I'm excited that Kittrich is coming back in the next movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I haven't. I've never seen Rogue Nation, so that was that was fun for me. I've never seen Fallout. So Hen- that's Henry, be, that's be fun. Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill's it's in a this good, one. It's a good role for him. All right, I'll, Fallout, I only yeah. I only know about the 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 fist cock <laughs> when he's. It's dope. Yeah. It's a dope scene. Yeah, yeah that's that the only fire. that's the only thing I know is from the trailer. Great trailer, by the way. Fantastic trailer, Antonio. <laughs> it's a great trailer. Uh, so now that that's. Uh, that that's closed. That chapter is done. Uh, Cam, can you tell the good folks where they can find you? 
yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. and TikTok. of course, <laughs> anywhere that a good-looking mom's friends will be, mm-hmm. at Cam Archer. Fantastic. Antonio, can you tell the good folks where they can find you? In St. Louis, rolling on dubs. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can find me on um, at A. Devon Johnson, wherever it, wherever it applies. Gotcha. I don't even know every app that I'm on, so just type it in and see what happens. No, oh, that sounds that sounds good. You just shotgun. Shimmy, shimmy, <laughs> he so uh, melodically made a song about drive-by killings, and we just all nodded our heads to it, and like it was a summer bop. Yeah, that's because it was, and we enjoy him for that legend me. of the game. Uh, you can find me. Um, I don't know, dodging cops, uh, left and right. Uh, you wow. can find me on Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, or Twitter, uh, Instagram l dot a dot underscore gfc, uh, and you can also find me on Twitter as l a underscore gfc on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, more importantly, follow the podcast DTWT Pod. That again is DTWT Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Even more, more important, merch is available, ladies and gentlemen. The merch to- is. Open. <laughs> uh, shout out to everyone who has uh, purchased some merch thus far. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, we have on the the merch right now. We got T-shirts, the Wrongdoers T-shirts. We got the Beverage Boys T-shirts in d- multiple colorways. We got a throw pillow. That's right. We got pillows for you to lay your wrong ass head on. You lay know what I mean? your or, head on my pillow. You know what I mean? Thirteen uh, percent. You can buy that pillow. Get you get some cock on it. You know what I mean? Whatever whatever makes you oh feel good. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, you can uh, buy that throw pillow. It's very nice, very soft. Go ahead and get you get you one. Uh, there's a mug. You know what I mean? We got, you, you know, if you have any illicit alcohol that you want to put in there, or uh, you know, some tea, whatever, whatever floats your fancy. Uh, and then there's also uh, some hoodies. I know it's hell fire right now in uh, most of the U.S. and the world at large. But I promise you, at one point in time, it's going to get a little chilly. And when that happens, you're going to want to have one of these hoodies. All right? Multiple colors in the Beverage Boys and a great Wrongdoers uh, Dodgers colorway that you can grab right now. We also have hats. You can get you a snapback, dad hat, or a Cam Archer favorite, a trucker hat. Uh, So please, please, please support your boys and buy some merch. Appreciate you. Uh, Also, on all the listening platforms uh leave us a review uh tell us your thoughts all good ones because we will delete all the bad ones you know what i'm saying uh apple podcast apple podcast spotify google pod uh youtube we're now uploading some uh, stuff up there too uh we're on tiktok so if you have tiktok we can go listen to us on tiktok we have a couple of uh, clips listed up there so again appreciate all your support remember everybody it's always nice to be good but it's way more fun to do the wrong thing we out <laughs> my black ass my life disappeared.